Brian was too damn lazy to make an intro this week. Deal with it. Episode 165. There's already like 7 million podcasts talking about pop culture and all that. Makes us happy like shooting at a womp rat. But it's all been done before. And we don't want to be a copycat. We're the leftovers picking up the scraps. Dropped by the cool kids. It, it, it's a trap. Good it, toss it, good it, taste it. Do we love it? Hey, let's face it, can't erase it. Let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture. Carry over counterculture pushovers. Pop culture. Leftovers. And the uncool kids. What's to say has already been said. Leftovers. sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this. Pop culture leftovers. You're listening to the only podcast with the balls to bite a radioactive spider. It's Pop Culture Leftovers. Five, four, three, two, one. Hey, welcome to Pop Culture Leftovers, the only podcast that sounds even better the second day after it's been uploaded. I'm Brian. I'm Jake. And And we're we're the the leftovers. Leftovers. Stop! Hammer time! All right, guys. Uh, yeah. Uh, Thanksgiving happened. That was a thing. It was a thing. Yep. Yeah. How was your Thanksgiving, fellas? Glad it's over. <laughs> I made a lot of food. I ate a lot. Yeah. It was okay. It was okay. You sound like a fucking, like, that, that five-year-old in that turtle video. I like food. I yeah. ate a lot. <laughs> I like turtles. That's about all there was to it, man. I, I had to slow cook the bird. I started at like yeah. fucking four in the morning. I didn't get up till noon. Yeah. I didn't ask like, how was your Thanksgiving? And explain it to me like a fucking caveman. <laughs> <laughs> Food. Got Good. The, yeah. I got mm. the fucking uh, Tarzan Tonto <laughs> response over there. <laughs> Turkey early. <laughs> Bird done. Blood no. made food. Eat food. <laughs> food good. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I uh, I spent the day watching the uh, Mystery Science Theater three thousand marathon. You were live tweeting a lot of that too, right? I was having a great time. It was, it was a lot of fun, and I, yeah, it was me and uh, Rebecca Daling. We were ah. uh, fucking uh, live tweeting that shit all fucking day. Cool. It was like it went on from like noon until nine. That's awesome. Damn. They, they had the uh, six uh, top uh, picked episodes by the fans that they played. That's cool. A lot of fun. Pod new, people. New intros, too. How were those? They were awful. Oh, uh, no. it, it, it was It was basically, it was like, uh, the, like the intermissions. Like, they still had, like, you know, Joel and Mike doing their thing in their episodes. But, like, in between them, they had, like, Kevin Murphy talking. And uh, then they had uh, uh, Joel Hodgson and the new host, Jonah Ray, mm-hmm. uh, talking and stuff like that. And it was pretty bad. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. It's not a good sign for the future. I don't know. I'm going to give this Jonah Ray a, new, uh, a shot, I suppose. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think he's already had some episodes in the can. I just haven't seen him yet. So uh, <sighs> I don't know. The volume looks like shit. <laughs> the volume? Yeah, on our episode. Oh. Eh, it looks all right now. <laughs> Fuck it. You know, um, yeah, so Thanksgiving. Uh, you know what? You know what? I, uh, I went out the night before. I don't know about you guys. I went out and I uh, was uh, singing some uh, Thanksgiving carols to the neighbors. Yeah, I like, don't know uh, any Thanksgiving carols. Uh, it's it's tradition, you know? <laughs> it's tradition. Every year I go out and sing some uh, Thanksgiving carols to all the neighbors. Do they like that? They love it. <laughs> they love it. <laughs> a lot of, you know, there's a lot of like classic Thanksgiving songs that you could sing. There are, are there. <laughs> <laughs> I freestyle it mostly. <laughs> 
classic freestyles. Do you bring a boot box? Uh, yeah, I do the whole John Cusack thing. And I hold it over my head <laughs> nice. with a gray trench coat. So what songs yeah. are Was it good. Say Anything? Was it Say Anything? That, that's yep. a movie. Yeah, yep. that's a movie. Yeah. And he was like the original guy who was into MMA. <laughs> Remember that? Like yeah. he was all into like kickboxing yeah. before it got popular. Oh, yeah. Ahead of his time. Ahead of its time. Yeah, he's a pioneer. <laughs> this episode's gonna fucking suck. <laughs> this no, like honestly, there wasn't a lot of news this yeah. week, so I'm trying to fill it with uh, fun little banter. Let's hear a Thanksgiving Carol. Thanksgiving Carol. Um, <laughs> Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. I'm giving thanks to killing Indians. Oh. <laughs> wow. Hey, I'm Native. I'm part. Native American, so I can say that. Yeah, I'm like Johnny Depp. I'm like one sixteenth. Uh-huh. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah, uh, okay. I got the same thing with Jews, so I get you. There you go. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be like stuff your bird, stuff your bird right up in the ass, something like that. Oh, did you, Frank? You I, thought that's what it was gonna be? Well, if I was to make up a Thanksgiving Carol, that's what I'm I'd sure say. it would be. You would just take jigger bell, yeah. jingle bells and yeah, just throw Thanksgiving. Pretty much, just, you gotta do like the weird Al version. There's really zero mystery though with you singing it about what you're stuffing <laughs> in the bird's <laughs> ass. <laughs> Wouldn't it just be stuffing? Uh, it, <laughs> I know. <laughs> no. And all of a sudden, it's back to that one fucking movie with the turkey baster. Has anybody done this? Is, 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 has anybody done this? And, I'm, I, and I want you to tell me if they have, like, a uh, a prison movie, uh, and it, it takes place on Thanksgiving. A prison riot breaks out, and they've titled the movie Happy Shanksgiving. Ooh. Huh? I don't think That's so. That's good. You know, seriously, like, we've got all, like, these crazy Christmas movies, right? Mm-hmm. That have, like, uh, you know, like, Jack Frost, and it's, like, the the the... Fucking snowman yeah, comes to life yeah. and starts killing people. Silent night, deadly night. Exactly. <laughs> Why don't they make some fucking creepy, uh, you know, Thanksgiving movies? Mm. You know, about zombie pilgrims and shit. Killer turkeys. Killer turkeys. Zombie turkeys. Zombie turkeys. Yeah. yeah. That could make big money. Yeah. Prison. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. Pilgrims getting butt fucked in prison. <laughs> Once the PCL movie division opens up, we got our we got our first movie. Yeah. This year, the turkey's not the only thing being caught. It'll be a new reward on Patreon <laughs> for everybody. Be the first kill in our movie. Yeah. <laughs> the red shirt. Uh, so, yeah, I want to remind everybody, I'm uh, going to be starting a new podcast called Talking Taboo, where I'm going to be talking about the new Taboo series coming out on FX. And also, I wanted to let everybody know that my co-host, Ashley, is going to be doing a podcast about... Uh, murders and uh, mysterious shit that happened from where she's from, the Bay Area mm-hmm. in California. And it's called uh, Bay Area Mystery Club. And uh, the first episode drops Monday the 28th. Oh, wow. So nice. subscribe. Cool. I've actually had the uh, privilege of listening to the first episode. And there's an amazing cliffhanger. And a lot of crazy shit happened in this fucking area. And some of it happened, like, down the street from where she lived. Oh, shit. So, yeah. So definitely give it a listen. Uh, she's tapped in, she's doing her research, and it's really fucking cool. Nice. So, all right, guys, uh, you ready to move into Good Pop, Bad Pop this week? Yeah, sure, why not? No, no, iTunes reviews? No, none. none. Absolutely none this week. Boo. Nobody gave a shit. Slackers. Yeah. Too busy, too busy fucking, uh, stuffing their face full of fucking turkey and tryptophan. <laughs> everybody, everybody, <laughs> everybody fucking fell asleep on the iTunes reviews. <laughs> they had them half written and then just <laughs> wham. 
Yeah. Passed out on their phones. Yeah, they went to San Diego Comic Con Frank. Oh us, God, <laughs> passing out and shit. They been, probably didn't throw up on themselves first, though. <laughs> no, probably <laughs> oh, not. Probably. Well, then again, I mean, it depends on how much they ate, I suppose. Oh my God, that night, man, when you tipped your head back. <laughs> you know what the worst fucking part of that and it was? Looked like, it looked like a sixth grade volcano <clears throat> science project. I know. Like, here's the thing. Here's the thing. As big of a train wreck that was for me. <laughs> yeah, I had to take a cab home from Jake's. And the fucking cab driver, yeah. I was telling her like my life story and telling her about. It was the like taxi cab's confessions. <laughs> oh, I'd love to Next hear that. You know, he, yeah. was, he was making out with a tranny the, in the backseat. The chick fucking gave me her number. Like as sad as I was. Yeah. Like how sad are you to fucking give the guy your number who's all passed out drunk in your backseat with vomit on his leg. Wow, yeah, that's something. Damn, you got game, Frank. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> I think that reeked of desperation, not game. <laughs> nice, nice job. It's like, he, he, she probably just checked to see if I had a pulse first. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what have we done so far? I talked about killing Indians. Uh, <laughs> Frank Frank's got game. Frank's, Frank's picking up cabbies. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever call back? Fuck no, I didn't. <laughs> Married. Well, you might need a ride. Yeah, free, free ride. I haven't had to fucking take a cab since then. Oh. But funny enough, I am drinking UV tonight. Oh, you're home though. So yeah. Well, yeah. You shouldn't need a ride. Thank God. <laughs> I might need help upstairs. Yeah, just, just, just need to be a role model for your children. That's all. I'm gonna limit it. I can see through this glass. I couldn't see through the last one. All right. (laughs) (laughs) No straw. All right, guys. It's uh, time for Good Pop, Bad Pop. Let's do it. It's time for more leftover reviews with Good Pop, Bad Pop. Good Pop, Bad Pop is where we talk about the things in the previous week and or weeks that we either watched or read. Sometimes we rate these things, and if this is your first time listening, we want you to be familiar with our rating system. The rating system is simple. If the leftovers don't like something, they toss it. If they do like something, they suggest you taste it. And if it's brilliant, it gets a Tupperware rating. If all the leftovers love it, then it gets the pinnacle of success, a Tupperware party. All right, I'm going to go Ozzy Osbourne here and take a shot in the dark that none of Ah. you, that neither of you have anything this week. No, I got some stuff. Do you really? I do. Frank, I'm pretty fucking bare bones. I I got one thing. I I got one thing, but... Oh, I don't want to see that one thing. (laughs) (laughs) Trust me, Frank. I'm sure the cabbie already had her share (laughs) of that one thing. (laughs) But I haven't Uh, seen that in the past couple weeks. (laughs) Frank was talking about stuffing the turkey in the back seat. (laughs) She just could not resist and had to give you her number. (laughs) Wow, if he can stuff me like a turkey, then uh, gobble, gobble. All right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, just, just bringing a little bit of seasonal humor into this, Frank. Sure, yeah. That's all I'm doing. Sure. Um, what do you, what do you, uh, you know, I'll start. I'll start. I'll start. Cause I, I got, I got about four things here. Uh, went to the theater, uh, on, uh, Thanksgiving Day, uh, because I'm pathetic. Oh, and, you're not uh, pathetic. Pretty much. It's one of the five biggest movie days of the year. Yeah, I got I got invited to go to like a couple Thanksgiving things and I, I, I just didn't dude, I'm just not that guy. No. I'm not that guy. I don't wanna you know, be around people and give thanks and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Lame. Yeah, I know. What are you thankful for? I'm thankful that I can turn down your invitation. <laughs> I'm thankful I can hang out by myself in peace. Stay at home. Yeah, I'm thankful I don't have to see you. Fucking, 
fucking uh, live tweet Mystery Saints Theater 3000 all yeah. goddamn day. There you go. All right, guys. I went and saw Ally, the new Brad Pitt movie. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, it's uh, basically, here it is, synopsis. In 1942, an intelligence officer in North Africa uh, encounters a female French resistance fighter on a deadly mission behind enemy lines. When they reunite in London, their relationship is tested by the pressures of war. It's directed by Robert Zemeckis. Oh, wow. Uh, it's written by Stephen Knight. Not Stephen Dunnight, but <laughs> Stephen Knight. He's the uh, Peaky Blinders writer. He's also doing uh, Taboo on FX, which Ooh. I will be doing a podcast on called oh. Talking Taboo. So I make sure to listen. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. Uh, it stars Brad Pitt and Marion Cotillard. Um, I, I, I was thinking about like going in, like from the tra- trailers, I was thinking like this and everybody I've talked to said like, this is like an action movie. Yeah. Not an action movie. Okay. I mean, there's action in it, but like, I would say mostly like number one, this is a suspense mystery kind of movie. Mm-hmm. Number two, it's a fucked up romance film. It's a fucked up romance film. There's mm-hmm. romance in this movie. So like, this is a really good date movie. So guys, if you want to get a little bit of action, still have like a suspense thriller, and then on the flip side, uh, have your uh, lady friend be happy with you. Go see this fucking movie. Nice. Because there's some romance in here. And it actually uh, – the theme of the movie is like – to me, the theme was like how far will a person go to prove their love for somebody? Like – and it tests this guy. Like, you know what I mean? Wow, you did not see that from the trailer. No, oh. you don't. You don't. <laughs> like, it, this movie is, uh, it's phenomenal. I'm going to give it a Tupperware. It's one of the best movies I've seen all year. Wow. Starts off in like, uh, Casablanca, which made me think of the movie, one of my favorite movies, Casablanca. Yeah. Number one. But, um, starts off in Casablanca and they go do this secret mission. The secret mission is amazing. Um, you know, there's some action in that scene about half an hour in. Then, you know, like I said, he's back in London and uh, starts a relationship with this woman. And I'm not going to spoil anything from there. I'm just going to let you know that this movie is fantastic. Uh, it is a Tupperware. I don't care. I think like the 65 percent or whatever it's got on Rotten Tomatoes has a little bit to do with Brad Pitt in the media right now and how people aren't a big fan of like what he's had going on in his life. I can see that. You know, so like, um, I'm, I'm, I am gonna put that out there, you know, but it, it did not affect, I can separate that. Oh know? yeah. I can yeah. separate oh, yeah. that and then enjoy the movie for what it is. And, uh, what we got here was just a fantastic World War II movie. Uh, one of the most memorable birth scenes I've ever seen in a movie. And I know that sounds fucking crazy. Yeah, that is odd. But when you watch this film, you will know what I'm talking about. Okay. Um, and, uh, uh, just, I mean, just, I love that time period. It's not, I don't love it for like what those, you know, the war and I love it for like the stories that you get from that time period. Yeah. You know what I mean? And this is, I don't think this is like based on a true story at all because it's pretty out there. But, uh, it's, it's a great fucking movie and I recommend everybody see Allied and I'm happy that I did. It's, it's a good theater experience. It was only me and like one other dude. That's funny. And, uh. Yeah, Zemeckis is great. I mean, yeah. I, I can't think of a, Zeme- a Zemeckis movie that is a toss it. Yeah. Like I would, I would expect nothing less than a taste it. It from, is fantastic. This Zemeckis. is a Tupperware all the way, Jake. Right. Yeah. And Stephen Knight, like, uh, it makes me want to, like, I, I, Makes me want to see what more that this guy can do. So, like, I might go start, I might start watching Peaky Blinders. Cause, like, 
this is great. This is like a great collaboration between Zemeckis and Knight. It was just fantastic. So I got to Tupperware it all the way. I did see another movie that I want to talk about. I saw this yesterday. Uh, it's called The Edge of Seventeen. Oh, nice. Uh, it's about a high school life gets even more unbearable for Nadine when her best friend Krista starts dating her older brother. Now, yeah, uh, from the description, you're like Brian. What kind of fucking Disney Channel bullshit are you watching? Yes, I do watch Girl Meets World. So go fuck yourself. <laughs> this is a rated R film. Uh, it's, you know, it's rated R. So it's, it's got some language in it. It's got crude humor in it. And it's directed by Kelly Freeman Craig. And it's also written by her. Uh, it stars Haley Steinfeld. You remember her from the new True Grit reboot with, uh, Jeff Bridges. Mm -hmm. Thought it was fantastic. Um, Haley Lou Richardson as Krista. Blake Jenner as Darian. Kyra Sedgwick as Mona, her mother. And then, uh, uh, Woody Harrelson as Mr. Bruner. And then also this new and upcomer. His name's Hedren, uh, Hayden Sitzo. Uh, he plays Irwin Kim in this film, and I loved him. I, I'm going to give this an, another fucking Tupperware. I loved this fucking movie. Uh, Jacob Harmon, if he's listening, this is like right up his alley too. It's fantastic. It's it, – it, I think a lot of girls – I think if you kind of fell out, out of place in high school – and you felt like the world's kind of like against you. Mm -hmm. Like this is your movie. Like this is th like that movie. Cool. You know what I mean? It's for like people that feel out of place and then like losing friends to different cliques and stuff like that. You know, she feels like she's losing her best friend of Krista mm -hmm. and they go back in time and they show you like when she first meets Krista back in the second grade all the way up until like now they're in high school. And it talks about her high school, uh, you know, how she was kind of like isolated from everybody, but it's, it's a great fucking movie. She does some embarrassing things that are like, uncomfortable but then like laugh out loud funny too yeah and the trailer for this looked great too. yeah 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 the trailer was great the movie was great woody harrelson was great everybody was great and uh you you basically get to see only one side of the movie her side her point of view mm -hmm. and then it all opens up at the end and everything makes sense for everybody oh, and it's sure, a okay. fantastic fucking high school themed film i loved cool. it did this movie take place in the present day or is yes it? okay yeah it's okay. present day she dresses kind of retro okay yeah she dresses kind of retro i love her shoes in this fucking movie uh love her style i Haley steinfeld and she does it she does it like there's times where she's witty and her and the way she like her snarkiness comes off like ryan reynolds but they don't do it too much mm. they do it just enough to where it's not a fucking silly judd apatow fucking film okay, uh, okay? okay. they do it do it just enough that you believe that, that that this is the character like this is a real girl yeah and i loved it it's not like a Marvel movie. She's not got witty one-liners. No, no, no. This isn't the, the Age of Ultron uh, 17 edition or whatever the fuck. Yeah. The Edge of Ultron. The Edge of Ultron. Yeah. Yeah. This, this movie was so good. I'll definitely be watching it again. Like if it comes out on Redbox or if it's on Stars or HBO, I will be watching it again and again and again and again. I cool. thought it was great. A lot of people might not think like it's up there with like fucking, uh, you know, like, Super bad or American Pie or Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Mm -hmm. It might not be up there with those. Um, but it's, it's definitely in a, in a class of its own. And I, I like, I really loved it for what it was. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. It looks really good. Right. I, yeah. Yeah. You got to check this out. Yeah. I want to see it. I want to see yeah, it. Both of these movies, Allied and The Edge of 17. I, I wanted to, I still wanted, there's still quite a few movies that I still want to see. I want to see the boxing movie with, uh, Miles Teller. 
Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I want to see Moonlight. Moonlight looks really good. Not a lot of people are talking about it. smaller independent film. We're taking the kids to go see Moana tomorrow. Moana. Yeah, I'd like yeah. to see that too. Yeah, I want to see that as well. I want to see, like, a lot of people have been raving about the new short in front of it, so I want to see this movie. Nice. Mm, I've Jake. Heard a lot what, of buzz about that too. What do you got, man? Um, I just wanted to, uh, quickly talk about, um, the ending of American Horror Story, uh, completely spoiler free here. I uh, just kind of wanted to give my rating as this, of the season as a whole. Um, after the last episode, I'm going to have to give the entire season like a middle to low taste it. Wow. Wow. Yeah. It kind of, it kind of lost its edge about halfway through there. There's a moment. The edge of 17? No, not the edge of 17. (laughs) Oh, okay. It, uh, like right around episode five or six, they have like a big twist and I, I applaud them for their like experimentation with this twist and the idea that they had. But the whole thing kind of got really clunky after that. Yeah. And um, honestly, episode nine felt more like a proper finale to the season than episode 10 did. Hmm. Episode 10 almost felt like um, appendices kind of. And it was kind of annoying to me. There, mm. It was just like, eh. episode 10 was probably the worst episode of the series. So it should have been probably like, Eight or nine episodes, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Easily, easily. I think it could have been a lot tighter. I, um, more than any other season of American Horror Story, there's just tons of dangling plot threads left here. And one of the things I appreciate about this show is because every season is kind of its own entity. Mm-hmm. Everything, it's like a complete story and you don't have to worry about, okay, we're going to figure out how this is wrapped up next season. Yeah. But the problem here is, is that it's, it's never going to get wrapped up because of the nature of the beast. Next season will be on to something completely new. New theme. Yeah. So these plot threads are just left dangling forever, basically. Wow. And there's, that's all- unfortunate. There's a lot of promise when I watched that first episode. Yeah. We both Tupperware the first episode. Yeah, I, I still stand by that Tupperware. Um, honestly, the first episode though is probably the best episode of the whole season. Oh, series. you gotta stick the landing. That's the biggest thing. Mm. Yeah, they, they do not stick the landing. Wow. And like I said, it gets Shame. really intriguing. When you see the big twist, you're excited to see more episodes, but then it never really pays off. Wow. That so sucks. It's kind of disappointing. Wow. I don't even really want to watch it now. Yeah. It was, I was kind of let down about it. Wow. Fuck. I'll just, you know what? I'm going to pull That's a strange. Voltron <laughs> and just watch the first episode. Uh, yeah. Like It'll good. always be a Tupperware It'll, in your mind. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. There's just weird shit, man. Like, I don't... You only saw the first episode. But, like, yeah. Lady Gaga's character, like, there's no explanation to her. Like, she's going around, like, having sex with people and you never find out why or what her end game is. <laughs> is she, I, hold on. Is she, is she a cabbie? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I don't I think she touched the bitch. I don't think she ever even has any speaking lines in all ten episodes. Wow. Well, her mouth was full. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I was really let down by this. It's it's wow. a shame. That it's, sucks, dude. It's a shame. And how I, was Evan Peters? Evan Peters was good, yeah. but this is probably the. Did season. she have her mouth full of Peters? <laughs> no, no, she did not. All right. This is probably the least amount of Evan Peters any season has ever had as well. Really? Really? Yeah, he's really only in like two episodes. Was he doing? Was he involved in something else? Or I don't know. I don't know. He was in something. It's they just didn't Frank, really... let it let it go. Okay, All right. sorry. That, that was yeah. like so thirty seconds. <laughs> the ago. Peters joke. Got me. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know if he was like other time committed or what but yeah he's not in it much all these jokes that i'm making they're just for you frank it's like, i appreciate it's that. not for anybody else like i just want to make frank happy this episode someone out there is laughing at peter uh, yeah there are uh, happy Somewhere. happy frank'sgiving <laughs> frank'sgiving <laughs> <laughs> what you're giving is lots of peters <laughs> 
<laughs> but yeah, that just wanted to give a wrap up on that. Yeah. I'd be interested if you end up watching this. I, I, I've got them all sitting there on my DVR and now I'm not like jonesing to go home and watch it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I wouldn't be either. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I, I, hey, Frank, I'm going to let you talk about your thing here in a second. I'm just going to kind of mix it up and talk about one more thing. I watched, uh, last night, uh, a movie. That actually Scott Schutte talked about, uh, and he recommended I go see it in the theater, and I just never got around to doing it, and I apologize. It's called Hell or High Water. Uh, it's about a divorced father and his co, and, oh, excuse me, a divorced father and his ex-con older brother resort to a desperate scheme in order to save their family's ranch in West Texas. It's directed by David McKenzie. It's written by Taylor Sheridan. And it stars Chris Pine. And if you need a palate cleanser for what the, you know, what Warcraft was, uh, Ben Foster's in this and he's actually good in this. <laughs> oh, nice. As opposed to the garbage in Warcraft. Was uh, he the main in Warcraft? He was the, wasn't he like the mage? Like the, oh, he was that guy? The evil wizard or whatever the fuck. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, and then it also has Jeff Bridges in it. Um, I, God, I, I just sound like a fucking broken record. This is a Tupperware. It was, it was a fantastic movie. I'd, I'd say that the strongest performances though, of course, are Jeff Bridges and Ben Foster. Very strong performances. These guys play, uh, Ben Foster and Chris Pine, they're, they're brothers and they play these bank robbers. And they are, I, I don't want to spoil too much for this one. It's out in Redbox so you can pick it up. Two bucks on Blu-ray. So do it. Trust me. You'll, you'll thank me. Hell or high water. It's, these guys are just robbing these small town banks in Texas and, uh, they're being chased by the, uh, couple of Texas Rangers that are trying to bring them down. And it is great. I loved this movie. I absolutely loved it. I thought it was so fantastic. Um, some of the bank robbing scenes are really cool. Um, and, and they're smart about it. They're not stupid about it. They're, you know, they're taking loose money. Oh. They're not taking anything. They're not taking anything with like that could have like die packs on it or oh, okay. or anything that can be traced. Like they're only taking money from the registers that's loose. They're being real smart about this, but there's a reason why they're taking this money. It's just not for you know, you know, oh, we're lazy fucks fucking around. No, there's they've got a reason, and so it's actually a really good reason. Is this movie present day? Yeah, it's present day. Oh, okay. cool. I I I loved it. I thought it was so good. I thought fucking Jeff Bridges is great. Ben Foster's great. Um, even Chris, Chris Pine, he's good. Okay. He's good. I, I'm just saying like, he's really good in the role. Trust yeah. me. He's yeah. really good. But like, he's outshined by Ben Foster mm. and Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges is doing Jeff Bridges. Oh yeah. Hard you know to I mean? compete yeah. against that. Yeah. But Ben Foster, you know, like this, like I saw Warcraft and I was, <laughs> I was not impressed. I'm sorry. I saw it and I was not impressed. And like, this has me like on the Ben Foster bandwagon. Like this guy can fucking act his way out of a paper bag. This guy's good. Yeah, he can't act his way out of a Warcraft bag. No, he can't. <laughs> no. So I loved it. Uh, I got to give it a Tupperware. Hell or high water. Uh, rent it. Red box it. Whatever the fuck. It's fantastic. You'll love it. You'll thank me. Listen to you. All these Tupperwares. I can't. I, I'm sorry. That's all I watched this week. I didn't try to go out and see fucking shit. Jesus, watch a bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> I did. It was called fucking Fantastic Beasts. Could, could be, it could be in a movie elitist. <laughs> I watched Fantastic Beasts last week. So, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you toss that? No, I gave it a low taste. It. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I guess. Uh, I don't know. Hey, kids, you want to go see a fun movie where uh, about child abuse and uh, little, little death chambers where wizards kill each other? I mean, I don't know. It wasn't like a lighthearted film. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that. It had that, lighthearted parts. It had lighthearted parts. Sure. 
Uh, yeah, sure, it did. Yeah, it did. But yeah, now 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 you're now now you're the child abuse. You know what I mean? There's yeah. child abuse I in this fucking you. film. Like in the first Harry Potter, like you know, nobody's beating the shit out of Ron Weasley. You know what I mean? Well, no, but it's they not... locked the poor little fucker up under the stairs. Yeah, I know, but this like hold on. There's a whole different. There's a whole different thing other with the child abuse in Harry Potter. Than there is in this fucking movie. Well, yeah, they were beaten. Hey, uh, take your belt off, you son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) You know? (laughs) So I can beat you with it. That's exactly what happened in that movie. Yeah, I know. And and then they take the wizards into like this little fucking, uh, let's go back to like uh, the Nazi days and here's your little death chamber. Auschwitz. (laughs) Yeah, fuck it, yeah. It's fucked up. I do get that you kind of, you didn't have to have seen the Harry Potter movies or read the books to get it, but it makes a lot more sense if you did. Yeah, it makes a lot more sense if you watch those first few movies as to why this movie sucks. No, it didn't suck. Yeah, it was pretty. It, it was not not great. In my I opinion. couldn't Tupperware it, but I, I'd give it a high taste. It. No, really? no, it's not even there. No, it's not even there. The only bitch. Hey, you want to go see a whimsical mu- movie where a kid gets beat with a fucking belt, kids? <laughs> All right. All right, kids. Well, I- a lot of the, uh, especially from uh, the third one on, the Prisoner of Azkaban, they were all they all had their dark moments in lighthearted. Yeah, I know, but Sirius Black wasn't beating shit, beating the shit out of kids with belts. No, they were worried that he was going to come kill people. Frank, it was a little too much for the first movie, in my opinion. Okay, okay. maybe lead up the child abuse. <laughs> you know what I mean? Work your way. Yeah, start somewhere. Let's, they're let's, small. They can't let's, defend let's, themselves. Let's go. Let's go three films before you know. Fucking, uh, we we got Ezra Miller. You know, taking off the belt so we can get beat. Oh fuck! All right, Ezra let's Miller. grow up with the movie a little bit before we start <laughs> going to little death chambers. You know, <laughs> fucking uh, the Hogwarts version of Auschwitz, like Jake said. <laughs> <laughs> fucked up movie. <laughs> fucked up movie. It's a fucked up movie. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what do you, what do you, what do you, what do you, wow. <laughs> it wasn't as bad as I, as I'm making it out to be. There, there, there's some fun parts in it. I liked, uh, that was funny though. The little flat fucker that kept stealing the shit was cool. Yeah, yeah. The Niffler. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the, the rhino that wanted Ooh. to fuck him was cool yeah. too. The rhino that wanted to fuck him. Well, you know, he was doing the mating dance and then he went after the fat guy. Yeah. <laughs> Did he get that number? <laughs> <laughs> Get them rhino I digits. He, <laughs> he didn't even have to puke on himself first. Like Frank, the fat guy. <laughs> the fat guy. That was my favorite character too. <laughs> he was my favorite character. <laughs> oh, I, I loved him. Name. He was great. Yeah, he was good. Jacob. Jacob. Yeah, he was cool. Kowalski. Like, yeah. yeah, played by uh, Dan Fogler. Yeah. All right, Frank. What do you got for us? All right. Unsurprisingly, it's a uh, it's like a tandem video game thing. <laughs> oh, wow. What? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I took advantage of some of the sales going on here, close to Black Friday, and that. Mm-hmm. So I got uh, two games that are known for their difficulty. The first is a throwback. It's the Mega Man Collection. Mm. They've got one through six available, and I got it for I want to say it was six ninety nine off the of PlayStation Network, mm. the digital version. I don't remember those games being that fucking brutally hard. I haven't been able to complete one fucking level yet. Oh man, I used to Mega Man Two was my jam. Yeah. Yeah, I have the Mega Man collection. I bought that. Yeah, I still have yet to beat a fucking level. It's going to take some time to get back to used to it, but I mean, Jesus, they're fucking hard, mm-hmm. punishing. And uh, the other, I, I give that a Tupperware uh, for the. I just got to get the hang of the levels and shit, and remember how to do stuff, and I'll be back in the swing of things. Mega high. <laughs> <laughs> That's from Captain N. Captain N. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. That Mega Man collection is great. It's man. cool. God, that music is so fucking ahead of its time. It is the Mega Man music. Oof. Like the only bitch that I would have about that is like you still get some sections where there's so much going on screen, you get lag, and you shouldn't be getting lag. 
from so much being on on the screen. That that's indicative. Oh, of that, like yeah, a, that 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 happened in, in those games. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad they left that in. To be fair, it's a straight port from the ROM. So I mean, it's pure Mega Man. It's exactly what it always was. You just think that they would take the time to clean it up a little bit. Ah, I, I don't want it cleaned up. That's fine. I want it to be exactly it, like Mega Man. It it doesn't alter my rating in any way, shape, or form. It, it just it helps like for the nostalgia. It's like yeah. oh, I remember it doing that. Like you can almost remember like the sections that it would have problems with. Oh yeah. But um, the other game, Jake, Jake is OCD about some shit, isn't he? Oh yeah, isn't he? No, there's you... there's people that are are they they want all that shit to be exactly like the way it was. Yeah. So I mean, it, it, it's part of the experience. Yeah, um, I agree. Uh, the other game that I picked up was Dark Souls 3, mm. and I picked that up because Dan West plays it, Jesse Candelori, Aaron Claude Miller, and there's uh, co-op multiplayer. You're just a follower. Yeah, what the fuck do they know, Frank? Think for yourself. Yeah. I, well, they kept gushing over it, so I picked it up to give it a shot. No, I'm fucking terrible at this goddamn game. Be your own man. You're always like a peer pressure. What? what? I, I got the no, so I no. can play it with them. If Jesse Candelori and Dan West are fucking uh, doing, uh, doing some heroin. Are you what are you gonna are you gonna be picking up the? Uh... We're gonna have to see what happens if it's on Black Friday sale. Then you I taste this so far. I haven't really played yeah. very many of the Dark Souls games. It's hard as fuck. I can't even clear the first boss yet. But uh, this, this sounds like your Mega Man review all over again. <laughs> I know. I was thinking. The same well, that's thing. the thing. It's like it's like the in the, in the line of like I got tired of being able to blow through shit, and I wanted some shit that was actually tough to play. And this is fucking tough. Uh like, I can beat, like, the first five critters, and that's no big deal because it's one-hit kill. But the boss, man, fuck. I, I'm i used to these newer games, like, holding your hand and shit and, like, a real, real slow difficulty curve. Mm-hmm. And this game, it, it's kind of in the same vein of Mega Man in that they don't really give you, like, much tutorial. It's like, okay, these are the buttons that do this. Have at it. And I'm going I'm to really get, get figure it out. I'm gonna get Frank fucking like shoots and ladders this Christmas. <laughs> here you go, here you go, Frank. Have, have out. at it. You know, give me Monopoly. Fucking idiot. Here's you add me. math into that shit and talk talk about fucking difficulty. Here's God, Candyland, you fucking. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm I'm looking forward to getting further along in Dark Souls Three because uh, I know Jesse wants to stream it like, yeah. off of Twitch or YouTube and shit. So we're we're trying to get like a a left arm leftover army version of the uh, Twitch shit. Going of course, on. you're trying to get involved in that, you fucking follower. Fuck that! <laughs> we're gonna lead the goddamn way, assholes. <laughs> but yeah, I, I taste that. It's just I can't get a feel for it so far. But yeah. I mean, it seems pretty cool. So that's I've it. never even heard of that series, Dark Souls. Yeah, uh, it started off on the Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3. So I mean, it's pretty recent. It's not like first person shooter ish. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, hack and slash. Uh, you got like a sword and a shield and shit, and you you know block, and swipe, and roll, and all that. But uh, I mean, it don't take too many hits to kill you. It's kind of like it, it's kind of like a newer version of uh, Super Ghouls and Ghosts. Remember how like it was? Oh like, yeah, two hits and you're fucking dead. Mm-hmm. Same kind of thing. One hit goes the armor. Next hit goes your death. Yeah, like yeah. It, it, depending on what class you've picked, like you can be really squishy. Like if you go like mage or thief or something, and even if you're a knight, like you go up against this boss, like he hits you two or three times, you're dead. Did you say you can be really squishy? Yeah. <laughs> well, squishy in terms of like you can't take very many hits before oh, you die. Okay, okay. So well, who's ever called it that before? I, I was confused. Me, like, Dan. You're, you're explaining it to us. Like that's like that. Like it still make like it would make any sense. Sorry, that that's technically squishy. Like, that's technically like something I picked up off of Dan as we've been playing Overwatch and stuff. Somebody who can't take very many hits before they die. Listen to you, Jake. You're a follower. Dan says, it, Dan says it. Dan says it. So you Fuck gotta this say it. Follower shit, man. <laughs> 
We come up with that. <laughs> I, I, you. No way. It's the way you live your life. No way. <laughs> I play all sorts of shit on my own that yeah. a lot of other people don't play. Jeez. Now, hold on. You're, 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 your whole point here is squishy, in my opinion. <laughs> no. Your whole defense is squishy. Couple hits, it's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I picked up some other games that I haven't had a chance to play yet. Like, I grabbed the uh, Arkham Knight, or Arkham... Uh, Asylum and Arkham City remastered versions. It's still downloading. But yeah. And what were they charging for those? Oh fuck. I don't even remember right off the top of my head. It wasn't too much. Uh I want to say it was less than thirty bucks mm, nice. for the pair of games. So that was cool. All right. Last thing I want to talk about in Good Pop, Bad Pop. I could have talked about it last week because I had actually watched it. I just forgot to talk about it. I watched Incorporated on Sci-Fi. Uh, it's going to drop on November 30th on Sci-Fi, but you can watch it now on Video On Demand or the Sci-Fi app, so you can watch it early. Uh, it's about a man attempts to thwart a giant corporation that seems to have unlimited power. Uh, it's produced by Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. Oh, wow. And to describe it, I, there's an article from DetroitNews.com that sums it up because it's been, <laughs> it's been a couple weeks since I watched it. Uh, but the, it's the year, the year is 2074 and climate change has ravaged the earth, America in particular. The coasts are apparently gone. The good news is the only livable areas are around the Great Lakes. Still, that's scarce consolation. Most Americans are now refugees. Basically, it's like, uh, corporations rule 90% of the earth now. Mm. And then there's the other 10%, which is like, you can live there if you want to don't, if you don't want to abide by their rules and all this other shit, but, I mean, supplies yeah. and everything's scarce. It's like Mad um, Max areas, pretty much. But it's set in like it's set in the future, but it's not so post-apocalyptic looking. Ah, okay. It's not okay. post-apocalyptic. <laughs> Apocalyptic. I like that. I mean, yeah, it, but um, it, it's 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 okay. I'm gonna give it a taste. It you, you get introduced to this character and you find out the only reason that he's moving in management in these corporations is he's trying to locate a lost girlfriend or a girl that he grew up with that he cares for. And the only way he can do that is if he moves up in management. So he's got his own agenda. Mm. Is this a a movie or a pilot? It's a pilot for a TV series. And I'm going to give it a taste that it, some of the futuristic technology in it is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, they have like, of course, they have like self-driving cars and all that shit. And I don't know. I liked it. I thought it was okay. I'm going to stick with it for a little bit. It's a, it, it's one of those sci-fi shows that you don't know if it's going to last. Oh, yeah. You know? And you don't know if it's going to stay as strong as it was in the first episode, even though I'm only giving it a taste of it. <laughs> or even exist for a second season. Yeah. Because, like, yeah. I liked the – what was that first season? What was that show with the fucking uh, angels and shit? Was it Legion? Oh, no. Where the fuck I remember what called? you're talking about. It had, like, Michael the Archangel and all that yeah. shit in it. I can't even remember the fucking I loved it. And then it just started to get geeky. You know? I watched <laughs> the first season and then I dropped off. Yeah. Yeah, because Dan West and Jesse Candelori. Oh, like fuck it. that. I, I never watched it again. <laughs> oh, God damn it. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um, <laughs> that's, uh, that's all I got for Good Pop, Bad Pop this week. Yeah, so that last show uh, for you, Thomas Kaminsky, it was called Incorporated. It's on Sci-Fi. <laughs> Kids Incorporated? Uh, yeah, Kids Incorporated. Oh, God. Fucking. Uh, Jesus. No, it was called The Electric Company. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Hey, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Morgan Freeman was in that shit. Yeah, yeah, Electric Company. No shit. The old yeah. Spider Man 
shorts and shit. Yeah. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, I totally oh, remember yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I loved that shit when I was a kid. It was good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. You know what? What are we going to do now? We're going to take a fucking break. I figured that we, was we, coming. We've been going on. We've been yammering on for 37 minutes. <laughs> 38 minutes now. We're losing our endurance <laughs> in our old age. I mean, I don't know about you. We used to go like an hour, hour and a half. <laughs> now we're like at 37 minutes. We need you, a break. Hey, hold on. Are you talking about the podcast? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I hope you're not talking about your bedroom stamina. <laughs> Oh, 37 shit. minutes ain't bad, Frank. Yeah, 37 minutes? Jesus. I'm, I'm applauding it. That's a marathon, yeah. man. That's yeah. a marathon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll be right back. I don't know that I ever went that back yes again hidey ho neighborinos hidey ho fuck what the fuck is wrong <laughs> I don't with you? even know man yeah. nothing's more hip than home improvement references <laughs> is that a home improvement reference? yeah that was what's his face what? wasn't it al wilson wilson that's right al was the other guy yeah yeah he was that the was one a, with the beard the billy mays looking motherfucker. that's right yeah, <laughs> yeah. billy mays <laughs> nice yeah i'm dead <laughs> <laughs> It's a great Billy Mays impression. Uh, <laughs> I wonder if uh, <laughs> I wonder if instead of using like formaldehyde, they use like fucking OxyClean on him. No. Holy with shit! His, with his dead oh. carcass. Hey, speaking of dead, did you hear that Ron Glass died? Yes, he was the preacher off of Firefly. Oh, I did not hear that. Yeah, that was today. I was upset about uh, Florence Henderson. Florence Henderson. Yeah, yeah fucking that, 2016 yeah. can suck a bag. One of, of the dicks. funniest things I read though on Reddit was uh, Fidel Castro could not live in a world without Florence Henderson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he died too. Oh, that's Jesus. funny. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Florence Henderson. She was like just at a Dancing with the Stars taping like three days before her death. Or something. I still yeah. buy Wesson oil because of that bitch. I know, right? You know? Like the best fried chicken ever. I know. <laughs> She was a lovely lady. Yeah. It was unexpected. It's sad, it was dude. She was everybody's failure. TV mom. I mm-hmm. loved her. She was fantastic. Was it you who texted me the tic-tac-toe meme? Yes, yes. it was. That was good. That was oh, bad. I was at work. I laughed very hard at that. <laughs> I only felt like an eighth bit dirty laughing, but it was still funny as hell. Mm, I felt fine with it. <laughs> Longest game of tic-tac-toe ever. All right, guys. We're going to move into... Uh, uh, nobody knows what we're talking about, Shit, and I'm man. not going to post it. That's fine. Take a look yeah. at the Brady Bunch beginning. You'll see what we mean. Yeah. <laughs> All X's, baby. Uh, let's see here. Uh, we're going to move on to the Pop Culture Leftovers News. Hear ye, hear ye, read all about it. It's a leftover news, and there's no doubt about it. This news is gangsta as fuck, yo. It's gangsta as fuck, yo. All right, this week in gangsters, fuck news. Uh, record day's coming up, I guess. Yeah. And nice. there's a new Gremlins vinyl. Mm. coming out that i just wanted to let people know about that if you i think i think i know if you get it wet 
It reacts. Oh wow! That's that's pretty much status quo with everything. I knew you were going to say something along those lines, <laughs> wow. Frank. Wow. Especially with Cabby's. <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> she definitely reacted. You definitely got her Jesus. wet. Yeah, you did. That's cool. Is it? Is it the um, soundtrack on an album? Is that what's going on? It's like the cover. The oh. cover. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the sleeve. Oh, okay. the sleeve. If you, I guess if you put it in light, if you get it wet. It reacts. So if you get it wet, then you see like the eggs hatch, you know? <laughs> I feel like you're purposely trying trolling Mike right he now. Is. <laughs> he is. Gotta get the sleeve wet to maneuver the eggs. The eggs. Yeah. Just the way you get, Fertilize get them it eggs. wet. How do you like your eggs fertilized? <laughs> All right. So, yeah, that's a thing that's coming out. Uh, read this on ScreenRant.com. Uh, HBO Global Licensing has announced that a collection of game. This is, this is how fucking. This is like the news week we had mm. where I'm talking about this kind of shit. Here we go. <laughs> HBO Global Licensing has announced that a collection of Game of Thrones wines created in yeah. part yeah jake i'm talking about hbo game of thrones licensed wine <laughs> that's that's the kind of news week i've got right, right. yeah better than the crow yeah that's true <laughs> uh created in partnership with vintage wine estates and credited to seven kingdoms wines will be launching in spring of 2017 with the partnership between hbo and Ama Gang Brewery's collection of Game of Thrones beers serving as a successful precedent and considering how infinitely more prominent the wine consumption is on the show, it's a long overdue partnership that fans will likely eagerly embrace while enduring the longer than usual wait until season seven. <laughs> the new collection of vintage wine estates will include a Chardonnay, a reserve style Cabernet Sauvignon and a proprietary red blend. It's all red, man. You need a white wine. It's nice and sweet. White Walker wine? Yeah, you could do that. White Walker wine. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta imagine at least one of the bottles has Cersei on the on the on the label. Oh, something, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Fuck. Peter Drunkledge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's it. I thought I'd open it up with a record. Slurse Lannister. <laughs> wow, big news week. Yeah, big big time news. Now let's get into some real fucking news. Yeah, so Game of Thrones wine's coming out for you fucking alcoholics. Uh, well, what proof that's going to be? Let's see. Chad Stahelski, he's the other director for John Wick, not David Leitch. It was a uh, co-directed uh, John uh, John Wick. He's uh, rumored to be directing the Highlander reboot, according mm. to THR. Now, uh, here's the quote from Stahelski. Uh, he says, uh, I've been a huge fan of the original property since I saw it in high school. Such great themes of immortality, love, and identity are all wrapped up in such colorful mythology. I can't think of a better property that gives the opportunity to create interesting characters, mythic themes, and action set pieces. Um, I'm going to point out that this movie's had some problems as of late. I mean, we talked about this years ago when we first started the podcast. I remember. Uh, Ryan Reynolds was once attached to this fucking thing. Uh, Tom Cruise was then attached. And we, <laughs> even Dave Bautista. So who knows what the fuck's going on with this piece of shit. <laughs> They'll get fucking Momoa for it. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> He's like the fucking Benedict Cumberpatch of that kind of genre. <laughs> Uh, they'll be looking for The Rock. Oh, yeah, The Rock. Oh, shit, yeah, yeah he'll sell tickets. 
All right. Yeah, uh, we're blowing through this fucking garbage news. We got um, so much to talk about with Highlander. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't have. I mean, it, it, does it make sense that the John Wick director is going to be doing Highlander? Does that mm. does that like go hand in hand? No. No. Is this thing ever going to get off the ground? I mean, just because they got a director doesn't mean that this thing's going to fucking get made. I honestly don't think the Highlander property is much of a draw these days anyway, to be no. honest with you. I don't, if they don't come out with a fucking blow-your-mind trailer, I don't think yeah. it, it's not like tons of fanboys are going to be lining up to see a Highlander reboot. Yeah. I just don't, I don't see this making a shit ton of money. Yeah. AMC's already got into the Badlands. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, okay. I don't, I don't even like any of them except for the first one, to be honest with you, too. Like, yeah. Every Highlander sequel besides the first one is I like the first agrees. one a lot, but I never liked any of the sequels either. I didn't even – I didn't care too much for the TV show except for, no, oh, no. Except for the Queensryche song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Give me that fucking Queensryche song. <laughs> didn't Queen do the one for the movie? Oh, no. It was Queen. Am yeah. I thinking – no, or am I in the wrong band? Yeah, I think so. Oh, I thought it was Queen. Yeah, it was Queen. Yeah. Why am I saying Queensryche? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm just a big Queen. Queensryche fan. <laughs> <laughs> they were just in Peoria. Oh, really? Queensryche? Yeah. <laughs> where, wow. Where did they play? At the limelight. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, I thought you were a big fan. I can't believe <laughs> I missed it. Pass right through. Fuck, dude. I'm on their newsletter and everything. <laughs> sons of bitches. You just sent an email. Uh, got my Queensryche t-shirt on right now. <laughs> that Queen song, though. A Queen song. Yeah. yeah. That's what's yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> Why the fuck did I say Queens right? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It happens. It happens. It's not that far fetched. I mean, it does have Queen in it. It's true. Yeah, but I'm comparing like Eddie Mercury to fuck Freddie Mercury. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Freddie Mercury. Fucking, fucking loser stepbrother. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Have you have you seen that the um what's his name Remy Malik from Mr. Robot is going to be is going to be yes, Freddie Mercury saw the, that. Oh wow. I yeah. think that's pretty decent casting. No, not when you had Sasha Baron Cohen attached. Yeah. Uh, he's a, no, no. Fuck this movie. I hate fuck Sasha Baron Cohen. He's not like one an Emmy, man. He's not like he's fucking no, 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 Hold on, hold on. No, no, he's signing up. He's company man because the uh, the the uh the guys, the the rest of the band members from Queen mm-hmm. are the ones that control this whole whole story okay yeah and they didn't want they had creative differences with sasha baron cohen mm-hmm. because he wanted to do an r-rated film they're wanting to go pg-13 and he wanted to talk about you know some of the bullshit in uh freddie mercury's life and they're wanting to keep this a little bit i guess more light-hearted and yeah. not not true so i i, I got nothing against rami malik i like the guy as an actor yeah but but on the flip side he doesn't look as much like freddie mercury as sasha baron cohen yeah and he's just playing company man to get his first fucking movie role like big movie role so that's what i'm saying yeah i could see that so guys a snowpiercer tv show pilot has been ordered by tnt with josh friedman the creator of terminator sarah Chron- uh, sarah connor chronicles that's a hard thing to fucking say yeah right marbles in my goddamn mouth trying to fucking say that <laughs> sarah, <laughs> sarah queen's <laughs> right chronicles <laughs> Are you gonna are you gonna let it die? Are you gonna let that shit die? Maybe. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's breast Brian's balls. Breast? Huh? Never mind. Breast? 
I thought you said breast. Yeah, breast let's, Brian's let, yeah, balls. let's breast my my balls. <laughs> I would, that sounds, that sounds okay. pretty fun, actually. <laughs> yeah, sure. sign me up. Yeah, hashtag breast Brian's balls. Hey, when you're done, breast my balls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. Back to Snowpiercer. Uh, <laughs> only Frank is like out of nowhere. Breast. I yeah. thought I heard him say breast my balls. <laughs> I could have sworn. Never mind. Maybe anyway. I, maybe I did, Frank. It's okay. It's not like I ever fuck anything up. Breasty Mercury. <laughs> breast strike. Uh, <laughs> give it a breast. <laughs> there we go. All right, guys. Yeah, so uh, Snowpiercer TV show pilot's been ordered. Uh, this is just a pilot order, not a series order. Snowpiercer is based on the graphic novel turned film back in 2014. No, it's 2000. Was it 2014? Sounds right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, starring Chris Evans, in which it is set in a future where a failed climate change experiment kills all life on the planet, except for a few lucky few who boarded the Snowpiercer, a train that travels around the globe where a class system emerges. Uh, so this is happening. We talked about it in the past. It is happening. The pilot's been ordered. Um, it's not been picked up as a series. Uh, my question to you is, is the entire series going to be set in a train? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Do you think the series is going to pick up where the movie left off or no. be like a reimagining, reimagining of the plot? Yeah, then I think the entire series will take place on the train for the most part. Yeah, because like who, who the fuck wants to uh, where it to pick up where it left off? Yeah, yeah there's no train. Yeah. Well, why, <laughs> why are you going to call it the Snowpiercer series? Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I don't know if I need that, though. Right. I'd rather just have another movie. Did you watch Snowpiercer? I watched part of it. I was pretty sure. Shut the fuck up. Over- no, I'm kidding, Frank. Um, you watched part of it. What do you mean? I blacked out halfway through. What? What? Do you, what? <laughs> I blacked out halfway through. You you got pissed drunk watching Snowpiercer? Well, I was tired. You were tired. I was tired. <laughs> when you say blacked out. Yeah, that, I, I'm Well, I was right. drinking and I was tired. So fell asleep, passed out, blacked out. I didn't wake up till the next morning. Okay. I didn't finish it. I haven't gone back since. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Sorry. So, uh, Jake, back to you. Yes. Um, yeah, so I might blacked out during Snowpiercer. <laughs> it's one of the best movies to get your fucking drunk on. During. Yeah, I know. Dude, I'm going to get hammered to watch I Snowpiercer tired. tonight. I tired. Hey, man, what are you doing tomorrow? <laughs> I'm going you know, to get fucking hammered to watch Snowpiercer. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Is the thing that is? It's fucking Friday night. <laughs> I got no job. I ain't got shit else to do. I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to get lit and watch some Snowpiercer. <laughs> God damn that Chris Evans is a handsome man. <laughs> is that Tilda Swinton? Dude, I'm fucking wasted. <laughs> uh, Betty bite time. <laughs> See you next week. We'll try to get through it. Right. So Jake, yeah, they're yes. gonna do the, the whole fucking like, like, can this be like, like, you know what I mean? Like, are they thinking for the future? Are they thinking like five, six seasons? What the fuck are they thinking? Are they thinking like one and done? I feel like they have to be thinking one and done. It, you can't have fucking five seasons on a goddamn train. No, no. Or you're changing the name of the series halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> they get a new train. I guess. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I don't know if I have much need for a Snowpiercer television series. If they come out with it, I will tune in. 
Yeah. Because I like the movie so much. Yeah. I, I, I love the movie. My expectations for how much I'll enjoy a Snowpiercer television series are very low, though. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's got to be... Like, 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 what are they going to do? Is it just like, are, are we going to get to see, like, in the movie, like, every other week, like, we're going to get to see them go into, like, a new cabin of the Snowpiercer? Yeah, I think we'll just, we'll establish the different classes on the different cabs better, I think, yeah. before we start in, intermingling yeah. them. Yeah. I don't know, though. It's like, once you've seen the movie already, it's kind of like, what's the point of the TV series? Like, I don't... Like, we kind of already know a little bit of the twist. Do we need to see it drug out over 13-plus hours? Yeah. What we know happens in two hours? This series just does not even need to happen, in my opinion. It's kind of silly. I agree. I agree. And I don't think there's any draw, either. Like, don't get me wrong. I love Snowpiercer is a Tupperware. Yeah. But I would say the majority of people out there don't even know this movie exists. Yeah. Like, I haven't read the graphic novel. Do you think, like, maybe, okay, is it much different than the movie? Like, is there more to be, like, expounded upon <sighs> from the graphic novel? I can't answer that question either. Yeah. I haven't read the graphic novel either. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. yeah like I said, I'll tune in if it comes out, but. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Frank, man, maybe one of these days you'll be able to get through it, man. I will. I, it's like The Flash. I bought it on uh, fucking iTunes. Yeah, Frank, let me know next time you're having a Snowpiercer drinking party. I'll join. <laughs> <laughs> it was a fucking perfect storm. I was tired. I'm like, okay, I need to watch this, and I was drinking. Oh, dude, one time time. I got drunk and watched The Perfect Storm. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, God. I couldn't believe it. I don't know what happened to those guys, though. I passed out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> dude, I, dude, I hope they I made hope it. They're okay. <laughs> <laughs> that George Clooney seemed like a nice guy. I hope he's fine. Oh, man. Nope. <laughs> All right, guys. We're going to move on uh, into uh, Marvel news. Marvel news. All right, guys. Sean <clears throat> Sean Gunn, the brother of uh, James Gunn, he uh, did motion caption work on Rocket Raccoon. Mm-hmm. He talked uh, with ComicBook.com about Rocket in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, and he said this. Rocket has had a lot of great stuff to do in this movie. There are a few relationships that are central to the theme of the movie, and that really goes towards keeping a family. And Rocket has the same sort of crisis of faith about whether or not he belongs in this family. So, yeah, they're giving Rocket a little bit more to do. That's cool. And uh, he's a little bit uh, having a crisis of faith about whether or not he wants to be part of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, it sounds like something happens that kind of ticks him off. Yeah, yeah. So, after the last movie... Where they all put their hands in and they did their Woe Bundy. <laughs> yep. Now he's just like, I don't know if I want to be a part of this shit. Yeah. I mean, that that goes to character, I feel like. Sure. Rocket Raccoon's a very stubborn stubborn guy. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, fuck this news week in general. <laughs> I mean, this is what I'm talking about. Sean Gunn quotes. Sean Gunn quotes. <laughs> fuck this week. I mean, it's Thanksgiving week. Like, what the fuck are they going to give us during Thanksgiving week? I'm talking about I'm talking about how I'm talking about how a fucking raccoon reacts in a fucking movie. <laughs> That's what I'm fucking reduced to. Uh, oh, this raccoon doesn't know if he wants to be part of this family. <laughs> maybe maybe he wants to go rummage around people's garbage. Maybe he wants to be an Avenger instead. 
Jesus Christ. Every time you uh, every time you're driving down the road and you see like a dead raccoon on the road, do you ever think of about Rocket? I do not. No. I do. Every now time. I might though. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks for that. Yeah, no problem. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. Every time I drive by one, I'm like, oh, Chris Splat. Oh, 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 oh man! You know, having to explain that joke makes it even funnier. I bet. <laughs> Thank you. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ! I piss, I piss all over your last comment. <laughs> all over it, Frank. Hey, <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> no, Jesus Christ! I'm talking about a frothy piss. Yeah, full on R. Kelly style. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's nasty. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, Dave Batista was at the uh, Heroes and Villains Fan Fest in Georgia, and he was asked if we'd see more Howard the Duck in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. He says as long as there's a James Gunn directing the film, there's a possibility of Howard the Duck. That's the qu- You got an interview with Dave Batista, and that's the question you're asking him about Guardians of the Galaxy 2? Yeah, that's what, that's what they wanted to ask Dave Batista. What an asshole. Wow. Uh, and, hey, I'm the asshole that fucking put it in our fucking news segment, because that's all I fucking got this week, Jake. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. I thought, when you're reading it, I'm like, they're asking if there's going to be more Drax. You're like, no, it's going to be more Howard the Duck. Well, why would they <laughs> ask him if there's going to be more Drax? Well, more than in Guardians 1. Like, more time length, not, not yeah. Drax at all. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. I'm, gl- I'm glad you weren't at the. I'm glad you weren't at the Q and A either, Jake. Well, I mean, Rocket, the Rocket Raccoon news was the same thing. They were saying they were giving him more to do. Are they going to give Drax more to do? Yeah, he pisses on Groot. Because <laughs> Drax really didn't have all that much screen time in the first movie. Yeah, like I could definitely see them giving him more. Yeah. All right, guys. <laughs> 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 no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not disputing what you're saying. I'm just saying, like, I'm actually just like depre- this news is depressing. <laughs> it's really we're stretching out the content this really week. Really fucking depressing. Howard news. the Duck. Yeah, Howard the Duck. <laughs> All right, Frank and I. We talked about this next. The next next bit of news. <laughs> we talked about this next bit of news uh, back on episode 163. There were statements that were made by Zendaya, the actress cast in Spider-Man Homecoming, under the code name uh, we were hearing was Michelle. Uh, her statements about – people are speculating that she's going to be playing Mary Jane, okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There were statements that she made weeks ago. We read them on the show, Frank. Yeah. She did not sound like Mary Jane. Right. Like she was talking about her character. Mm-hmm. Did not sound like Mary Jane at all. So we're like, who the fuck is she? Is she Mary Jane? Is she Gwen Stacy? Or is she a brand new character altogether? Right, yeah. Our, what was our consensus? We said new, new character. character. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we said we could be wrong. Yeah, she could be Mary Jane. They could be reinventing the character. Mm-hmm. But we felt like from the statements that she made, she's got to be a new character. Yeah. So anyway, she was talking to Enter, uh, E.T. online. Um, and, and she says, well, I'm not Mary Jane, unfortunately. But I am in the movie, which is exciting. My character's name is Michelle, if that's what everybody wants to think. What does that mean? What the fuck? And she goes on to say, I'm going to let people think whatever they want to think. What, what the, hold on. 
What the fuck? Uh, who, I, who, Zendaya, when did you turn into a fucking diva? What the fuck is <laughs> no this shit. shit about? She's not letting people think whatever the fuck right. they want to think. Yeah. She's confirming that she's not Mary Jane. What yeah, about can, the, what about the even, people that want to think she's Mary Jane? Can you even believe that part then? That she's not Mary Jane? I yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't right. know what to, I don't know what to take from these statements. Mm. Yeah, I don't trust people without last names. Mm. That's what I know. Do you think that she's kind of like wary because of like the butthurt people who are like, oh, you can't make her black? She's just like trying to stay away from it a little bit. Mm, I think if that was the case, that it wouldn't be an issue. I, I think her her better move would be to embrace what they're doing yeah. and not being vague about it. Just let your performance speak for itself. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah, I hear you. But it, it's sickening that we live in a world where people are chased off of Twitter. Yeah, that that mm-hmm. fucking sucks. You know what I mean? It's oh, it's, yeah. it's 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 like you know we saw it, we saw it with John Boyega. We've seen it with uh, Leslie Jones. Leslie, Leslie Jones, Jones. That's who I was yeah. going to bring up. We've seen it happen like that, and it's like fuck. Who the fuck are these people on the fucking internet? Right, yeah, a bunch just a of bunch of assholes. Trolls. Yeah. They hate their own lives, so they got to make other people miserable. So it's like I don't know, man. You know, I. I was hoping she was going to play Mary Jane. I'm a little upset with this statement. I don't know what to take from it. I thought Michelle was the code name for the character right, that she yeah. was playing. You know, mm-hmm. she was just, you know, like the code name. Like, sure. We all kept hearing like it was going to be, uh, was it Kira mm-hmm. for uh, Ray in yeah, Star yeah. Wars. And mm-hmm. I thought like this is the same thing. Her code name's Michelle, but she's going to be Mary Jane. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't want her to be Mary Jane, but it has nothing to do with like, you know, her color or ah, anything. You fucking racist. I just don't want Mary Jane again. <laughs> oh, I, see, I don't care. Yeah, and I don't like – I see her as being at school with yeah. Peter too, and I don't like that either. I don't want Mary Jane and Peter at the same high school. I don't like that. I don't care. Yeah. So I don't, I don't want to retread the Mary Jane thing again. We can do someone else. You don't want to do Mary Jane at all with this Spider-Man at all? No. That's crazy talk. We don't need it. Yeah, we do. I, I want to see what Marvel does with it. I agree I, with I've that. Seen, I've seen what Sony does with it. I want to see what Marvel does with it. Although, I mean, to be honest, though, I'd, I'd be more excited to see her as a new character. Let's just see him go ahead and try something new, period. I don't I don't like – the Mary Jane character is overrated in my opinion anyway. I mean that character is kind of the character that kind of made Peter Parker kind of shitty in the comic books in my opinion. Like I don't need it. I, I like it. I like Peter Parker having like juggling women. I want to see like – like I've talked about in the past. Like I want to see like uh... – I want to see him the way that this goofy kid interacts with like a hot model, like you know what I mean. Like, yeah. like I've talked about like how like Shia LaBeouf acted around like Megan Fox in the Transformers film, and I yeah. think that that's a fun dynamic, and you can really play off that. I could, I want to see him get all fucking like goofy, like awkward Michael Cera talking to this you know hot Mary Jane. I think that would be a lot of fun. Yeah, I think we can both get what we want here though in the same movie. Like, I think it could not be Mary Jane, and you still get that exact dynamic that you're asking for. Yeah. I don't care either way. Yeah. I just want a good fucking movie. But Her statement's confusing. Her statement's very confusing. So, all right, guys. Uh, We do know who's playing playing, uh, T'Challa's mother in The Black Panther. Uh, Angela Bassett has been cast as Ramonda. Um Guys, I don't. I, I mean, just just can the casting for Black Panther get any better? Uh, no, no. <laughs> so I mean, Angela Bassett's fucking great. Yeah, it is. We got Chadwick Boseman. We got Lupita Nyong'o. We got Michael B. Jordan. Uh, Denai Guerrero. How do you spell? Her? How do you say her fucking name? I think it's about the, like what you said. Denai yeah. Guerrero. Yeah, 
Yeah. I, I did all right. Yeah. yeah and then uh, Winston Duke, you got fucking Forrest Whitaker. I mm-hmm. mean, who the fuck? I mean, who else are we going to get in this fucking movie? Like, this cast is just, like, stacked. It is stacked. It is stacked. And in today's, like, whitewashed Hollywood, it's just nice to see something like this, too. Yeah. 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 So, I I don't know, man. They just uh, They just keep adding just fantastic actors to this Black Panther movie. I think we're in for something really good. Yeah. If this is bad, then, woof, they really fucking dropped the ball. Yeah. Uh, Jesus Christ! This this week sucks. <laughs> this week's uh, this news is just dumb. Here we go. Uh, let's talk about some Captain Marvel news. Uh, Kevin Feige, back in October, he hinted that Captain Marvel is already a powerful hero in this universe, and we just haven't been introduced to her yet. Now he's talking about just how powerful she is. He says, "With Captain Marvel, she is as powerful a character as we've ever put in a movie. Her powers are off the charts, and when she's introduced." She will be by far the strongest character we've ever had. It's important then to counterbalance that with someone who feels real. She needs to have a humanity to tap into, and Brie can do that. So he's confident in Brie Larson's acting ability. He's saying that she's the strongest character we've ever had. I, the Hulk, man. I, I, is she, Captain Marvel, is she stronger than the Hulk in the comics? I don't think so. Yeah... I can kind of see what he's saying. I mean, just like on a like a twenty four seven level, I think Captain Marvel is stronger. You know what I'm saying? There's like part of the time the Hulk isn't the Hulk. You know, sure. Just on a pure releasing energy level. Yeah, but I'm I'm talking about if you're like comparing like you know Hulk to Captain Marvel, and you're just looking at power level, strength level. Yeah, I would always say Hulk would be the strongest. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you got Hulk, you got Hulk. And then, and then, like, who's stronger than Hulk? Thanos, Galactus. You know, yeah. I mean, you're looking at you're looking at those guys at that point. Yeah, yeah. Hulk, it's like physical strength, though. And I, I think Hulk has more physical strength than Captain Marvel, but I think her power is stronger. You know, her the energy that she releases. Listen is- to this guy over here. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. I think Captain Marvel could take Hulk. Really? Yeah. I, I don't know, man. I really do. Well, I mean, in the comics, hasn't even Spider-Man knocked out the Hulk before? Didn't I hear that right? Yeah, I think that's happened. In On this show, has like UV Vodka knocked out Frank before? This yeah. is true. Okay. All right. But yeah I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. I mean, there's no argument there, though. I would say UV <laughs> Vodka is stronger <laughs> than Frank. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's true. It wins. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, Kevin Feige, he also reiterated uh, this point when he was talking to Variety. He said, uh, if you had the collector cards of the Marvel characters and you could see the power levels, she would be off the charts compared to anyone that we've previously introduced in a film. Yeah, I buy that. It's pretty heavy. I'm buying it. I don't know, man. It just doesn't, it, for me, it's just like, I would always, I would just say the Hulk is like Marvel's strongest fucking motherfucker. Well, just based on how his is rated, I mean, it's infinite compared to his rage level, right? That, that's what I'm thinking. Like, the angrier he gets. Yeah, but see, that's the, that's, is, is it the fact that he, he can't get angry at Captain Marvel? That's like, how, well, that, that's the difference. How am I supposed to be get? angry at her? She's wonderful. <laughs> That's that's the big difference Relax between Hulk and delightful. Captain Marvel is the Hulk is like always fluctuating on power level. Yeah. Where Captain Marvel constantly has like maybe the Hulk at his strongest power level yeah. is stronger than Captain Marvel, but Captain Marvel's always isn't fluctuating up and down. Like her power level is always going to be at a 9, 
where the Hulk, he can hit that 10, but it's not happening often and a lot. Do you know what I'm saying? I guess. I guess I'd have to see this stack card that Kevin Feige is talking about. I just can't see Captain Marvel killing the Hulk. I can't see her killing the Hulk, but I can see her beating him. Okay. I don't know, man. Yeah, I could see it. I could see it. No, okay, hold on. I'm thinking 616. Because we've already seen the Hulk fucking get taken out by fucking the Hulkbuster. Yeah. So basically, Kevin Feige has turned our superheroes into huge pussies. <laughs> is what he's done. Because we've seen the Hulkbuster take out. I the think Hulk. you have to power down these characters for the movies, though. Like I don't blame I don't blame him for that. Like I don't think the Hulk is is or these characters are as interesting. If we Marvel already has problems making these villains, mm-hmm. like it's not going to make it any easier for Marvel if they're stacking these characters That's as, true. as high as they are on the yeah. comics. Yeah, no, I mean, like I would, lo- but I would see, I would love to, like I would love for them to like power up the Hulk, like like in the comics, and then by the time we get to Infinity Wars, I want to see like the Hulk get bitch slapped by Thanos. Oh yeah, you uh, know yeah, what I mean? Cool. Yeah, because yeah. Thanos can do that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Thanos is that powerful. And that would be cool to just see, like, the fucking, like, him put the Hulk in a coma, which would not be as impressive now because we've already seen the Hulkbuster do that. Right. We've already yeah. seen the Hulkbuster knock him out. Right. Go so, to sleep. Go to sleep. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Does the Hulkbuster actually work? I thought at the end of the day it was Black Widow that, that took him down. I thought it was the. I thought it was the. He had that ratcheting fist to where it was like a pile driver. He just kept punching him in the face. He was like, "Go to sleep, go to sleep." It was Black Widow that put him in the. Didn't see. I've only seen the movie twice because I've never watched it for a third time. Didn't Black Widow? Wasn't she the one that like made him angry? That so was be, that was on purpose near the end of the movie. Okay, I don't know. I don't. You, know, part, you, you love the movie so much. You tell me, Jake. The part Frank's talking about isn't the the final blow. Like when he's doing the ratcheting hits to his face. Yeah, that's not like it. That's not the end of the battle. Okay. Like I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure it's Black Widow finally shows up and. Mm. Man, I don't remember now. I've seen I could, it twice. I no, I, th- I thought he got like knocked into a building or something. I can't remember. I that movie know. fucking sucked. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Somebody will let us know on Correction Tuesday. Correction sure. Tuesday. Yeah, I can't wait to hear from you assholes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey. um... <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, are you still holding out hope for a Fox and Marvel Studios deal along the lines of the uh, Marvel-Sony deal? Mm, no. Eh. No. <laughs> well, in a recent article from Variety, Kevin Feige addressed just that. He said, it's an impossibility at this juncture. We, certainly have, we certainly have enough films to keep us busy for a number of lifetimes. So it doesn't look like anytime soon, especially with the announcement that Fox is planning two new unannounced Marvel films <laughs> to be released. Uh, one is to be released November 2nd of 2018. Uh, it could be X-Force. It could be Gambit. It could be the untitled 90s X-Men sequel. Mm. Um, and then February 14th, 2019, which is probably Deadpool 3. Yeah, I would guess. So, that. yeah. I don't see a deal. Like everybody's like, hey, deals. Yeah, Fox, Fox is. Uh, their movies aren't doing so great. They're they're gonna have to make a deal with Marvel Studios, and Marvel Studios is gonna, you know, get X Men back into the fold, and and uh, you know, Fantastic Four was such a fucking shit storm that they're just gonna. It's just gonna be a. Uh, it's gonna be a fucking uh, fire sale, and they're just gonna give away the Fantastic Four to Marvel, 
and uh, that's what people are saying, and I'm not buying it. No, um, I don't. I don't see. I don't see them working out a deal with Marvel right now, and it doesn't make sense to make a deal right now. I think like if you're going to open up those lines of communications, I think you're doing this after Marvel is finished with these current actors. I, I think like we're done with the Robert Downey Juniors. We're done with the Benedict Cumberbatches. We're done with Chris Evans. We're done with Thor. With Chris Hemsworth. We're done with those actors. We're starting over from scratch. I agree. Mar- Marvel has nothing to gain from a partnership with fucking Fox and X-Men right now. That's the difference between this and the Spider-Man thing. Like the Spider-Man thing, both Sony and Marvel stood to make more money because mm-hmm. of the deal. Like with the Fox Marvel thing, really all that's doing is helping Fox make more money. Like I, I really don't – there's not as much in it I think for Marvel. Hey, we're not even bringing the Inhumans into the MCU. Do you yeah. think they're really yeah. going to try to work in – the X Men? No. Yeah, no. I think is I think Feige's statement speaks volumes too, not just on the situation, but also like a statement to Fox, like we don't need it, almost to like downplay the the fucking properties. But wouldn't you guys like to see Deadpool hanging out with Robert Downey Jr.? Jesus Christ, would well, that be yeah. amazing? Yeah, that'd be cool. Gosh, dang it! That see, that's the only thing that uh, honestly that Fox can really hold their hat, uh, hang their hat on right now is Deadpool. This is true, in my this opinion. Is true. I mean, you know, like X Men did okay, mm-hmm. did all right, but it didn't do gangbusters. It no. didn't do it didn't do what they wanted it to do, no. and it didn't do Days of Future Past numbers, Mm-mm. which was number two comic book movie that year. Yeah, yeah right behind Guardians of the Galaxy, and that was a shock to the Fox people. I mean, I'm sure going into that year, they expected Apocalypse to make more money than Deadpool. Oh, oh sure, absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was a big fucking shock for mm-hmm. them. Yeah, they didn't know what they had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, did that movie have Wolverine in it? Except for, are you talking about Apocalypse? Yeah, it had that scene where cameo. Go, yeah, I mean, I think that hurt it too. Yeah, I do. Which I really my theater did. laughed at. <laughs> Yeah, him running around in the woods and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't think it was meant to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> no. Lots of laughter, though. <laughs> he runs out into the snow and just yeah. all that. Oh, man. Yeah. We were cracking up. <laughs> <laughs> Jake's theater bonded over that scene. Yeah, we did. We did. It's nice. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. Uh, let's see. How long are we got? 36 minutes. Uh <laughs> <laughs> like when you're at work and you're watching the clock waiting to get off. <laughs> Let's get through this DC news, uh, then we'll take a break. Uh, you know, I like, I'm like, I'm like, like letting you guys know like what we're going to do. I like it. Like how pathetic can this episode get? Uh, guys, yeah, let's talk about some DC news. Let me find this fucking bumper. Where the fuck are you? Last night, Batman destroyed my vagina. And now the leftovers are going to destroy DC News. It's time for DC News, you fucking pieces of shit. Yeah, the bumper's long, too. Now. I just love that, how she says, you fucking pieces of shit. You, you like that, Frank? I do like that. All right. <laughs> twist uh, my missile. Twist your nipple. <laughs> missile. Never oh. mind. Breast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna shout random anatomy parts. I'm still gonna laugh. Uh, let's see. I watched. Uh, let's see. I watched the latest episode of The Flash and uh, was not pleased. Mm. Um, I'm not gonna spoil. It. And you know what? Fuck you, Frank. You're never gonna get. I read a little bit shit. of it anyway All about right. Tom Felton's character and shit. One of the things that I've been bitching about is like, why do you introduce all these characters? 
and then have them either turn into supervillains or have them turn into superheroes. Like we've been seeing it with uh, Supergirl. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. Jimmy Olsen is the guardian. Mm-hmm. Like in his introduction, I thought it like started off cool. And then as the fight progressed, it's like the dumbest fucking thing ever. It, it, I don't know. It, it, fuck the guardian. And then, <laughs> yeah, it's fuck the guardian. Mm-hmm. Guardian's fucking stupid. And so this in the flash, I was just like, God, I, I love Tom Felton. Love him in this series. Mm. His character of Julian is just a great foil for fucking Barry. You know, Barry's working in the CSI and it's like, you don't have to worry about Tom Felton. I'm like, please. And I've even said this. I've said this on this show. I said it on second rate super fans. I said, don't, you've got a great character. You don't have to make him turn into a super villain. Uh oh. And we find, what did we find out last episode? They, that, that, Dr. Alchemy revealed to him that he they we they revealed that Julian is Dr. Alchemy. Mm. And we're going to find out more in the next episodes of Flash. That they're going to be doing their four episode crossover, so I don't know if we're going to be finding out too much more in this next episodes, but after they come back and do their solo Flash without the crossover event, maybe we'll find out more about this, but I was pissed. I was pissed. I was really pissed. Why can't you just have a great fucking character? I'm so fucking sick of this shit. Yeah, every character doesn't have to be a supervillain or hero. Fuck that. I don't have to have fucking Jimmy Olsen be a fucking superhero. I don't have to have Tom Felton's character be this fucking supervillain. Knock it off with this shit. (laughs) It's getting, I'm I'm getting, now I'm getting fucking pissed. And I know this sounds ridiculous that I'm this upset, but I love this show. And I just wanted to see a really good, fleshed-out character that could give Barry shit at work. Mm -hmm. And now you're turning him into a supervillain. You're turning Julian into Dr. Alchemy. And as a fan of the show and as a fan of, like, where they've been going with this character, this pisses me off. At least give it a season or two before you make that joke. Don't do it at all. (laughs) Just knock it off. You don't need to do the Freak of the Week shit either all the time. You got to do it every once in a while. I get that. But I don't need it every episode. Mm -hmm. I don't need a new villain introduced every episode. And I don't need Julian to be a super villain. He can be a villain character that doesn't like Barry. But I don't need to have him turn into Dr. Alchemy. It, it, it just pisses me off. I can, I can understand, like, I guess why they did it with Jimmy Olsen, because they didn't know what to do with him. <laughs> oh, now we're not going to have him be a love interest for Kara, because we've introduced Monel. And yes, they're totally projecting that Kara is going to have a thing with Monel. That's totally going to happen. <laughs> I'm not a fucking idiot. <laughs> But you just because you don't know what to do with Jimmy now, you could have just given him uh, Cat Grant's old job and had him run it differently. They they haven't had Snapper Car in any of these episodes. Like the last three episodes, Snapper Car hasn't been back in them. I don't understand what's going on in Supergirl either with that shit. But I, I don't know. I'm just I'm pissing and moaning. Um, I, I watched the first 15 – I didn't get a chance to see the whole episode yet, but I, I started the first 15 minutes of Supergirl, and I'm glad I did. This last episode, um, they had uh, – they alluded to more Batman stuff. Oh, wow. Um, you know, we saw – I think it was the second episode. They mentioned Gotham, and in this episode, mm. she's at the bar. I love this alien bar, by the way. It's, it's so fucking cool. She's at the alien bar. 
Oh, last week she got drunk and that was fucking amazing. Oh, that was fucking awesome. <laughs> Supergirl getting drunk with Monel was so funny. But anyway, she's uh, she's she's at the bar. She's hanging out with her sister. She's hanging out with Wynn, and she's hanging out with Jimmy. And uh, her and Jimmy, her and uh, Jimmy are kind of arguing about the Guardian. You know, Jimmy, of course, he is the Guardian. Yeah, yeah. And he's talking about, yeah, the Guardian's doing some cool stuff, and he fought these fought these bank robbers, and you know, he took them out. And she's just like, anybody who's got to wear a mask, she's like, I don't wear a mask when I'm out there. Anybody who's got to use a voice changer and wear a mask, I don't trust them. <laughs> and he's like, well, she, he helped you. And she's like, yeah, I know, but I, I don't trust him. She's like, my cousin fought with a vigilante years ago. He had tons of gadgets and tons of demons. Oh. Talking about Batman, guys. Wow. Guys, my question for you is, do you think, like, they brought Superman into this universe. I'm kind of coming around on this. I want him to introduce Batman. I could entirely see that they could. I heard a lot of positive things about the guy that they had playing Superman. Tyler like, Hecklin is fantastic. He's even better than, like, Cavill. Oh, uh, big time. Better than Cavill? Shut up. We know what you think. <laughs> yeah. Well, but yeah, I mean, he's yeah. been welcomed warmly because his yeah. Clark and everything is a lot more Superman-like than anything Cavill's done. Yeah, yeah. So uh, go for it. Fuck, why not? I'm, what do you I'm, have to lose? Oh, man. I am so down for this. Like, I've seen what they can – okay, you, you, you gave me a little You gave me a little taste of what you can do with Tyler Hecklin, okay? What could they do with Batman here? Like, could we get – could we finally get the Batman that we deserve? Get the detective. Could get we the get detective. the detective? I mean, yeah, maybe introduce us to Bruce Wayne first, yeah. okay? At the end of like Supergirl season two, sure. You know, introduce us to Bruce Wayne. We don't need to see the suit, nothing, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. Cool. Or maybe just like uh, camera footage. You know what I mean? Like she's watching some kind of like footage on some like CCTV, and she sees like this fucking guy with a fucking like you know black cape and horns. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. like oh shit, Batman exists in this fucking universe. Maybe introduce us to Nightwing. Yeah, maybe that'd be cool. maybe we get Nightwing in this man. That'd be cool. Maybe even having her attend a Bruce Wayne function would be a fun way to. That would be right? great. That would be great. Supergirl's you know? next on my list after I get all the way caught up with the Flash. Ah, uh, trust me, you're you're gonna love it. It's so good. It's so good. So um, I think it's kind of cool because it's kind of like a big fuck you to the fact that they're not sticking with any of this shit cinematically. Yeah, how they got uh, Ezra Miller to play the Flash instead yeah. of. Uh, Fuck, what's his name? Grant Gustin. Grant Gustin. And you know what? Fine. Do it and do it better. Do it and do it better. I'm all for it. Yeah. And I, I, I'm loving Flash Season 3. This last episode, as, as much as I kind of shit on like the reveal, the overall episode, though, was mm -hmm. really good mm -hmm. up until that reveal. Sure. Um, all right. Moving on. Moving on from that. Uh, it sounds like – hold on. This is fucking crazy, Jake. <laughs> Listen to this. Sounds like somebody that listens to our show mm – -hmm. Asked Kevin Smith a question during a live Facebook Q and A. Oh wow! Listen to this. And I, I maybe maybe I'm exaggerating, <laughs> but listen to this. The reason I say this is because someone asked Kevin Smith if he'd ever consider doing his Superman Live script, mm -hmm. the Superman movie that never saw the light of day, that was to be directed by Tim Burton and star Nicolas Cage as Superman. Someone asked him if he'd ever do Superman Lives as an animated feature. Ooh. Oh. This is something that I brought up on this podcast yeah. months and months ago, if you remember. Now, Kevin Smith, he, yeah, I, I brought this up. I said, like, why can't they just do this with Nicolas Cage and the people that they had cast in these roles and make this as an animated feature? Sure. 
Yeah, especially with what they've done with the um, Adam West, Burt Ward animated feature that yeah, just came out. It's uh, like the same right. kind of thing. Exactly. So Kevin Smith says, oh, like based on my script, based on the Superman Lift script, that would be tight, dude. I'm not going to lie. That would be fun to see. That's something I worked out on 20, uh, worked on 20 years ago at this point. So that would be really amazing to kind of see. Like they turn it into a cartoon and get the people to do the voices. Nick Cage is still around and stuff. And I wanted Michael Rooker for my Lex Luthor. So that would be amazing. Um, but you know, I'm game. Uh, that ain't up to me, kids. That's up to the good folks at Warner Brothers and stuff. But if they ever, uh, if they ever call, and say, hey, we want to do a cartoon version of that Superman script we wrote. Believe me, I'd be like, that'd be dope, man. You How know, high was Kevin Smith when he answered this question? <laughs> oh, dude, he's, 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 he's always high. Didn't he direct this last episode of The Flash? He did. He did. Uh, he says, you know, you close all the loops in... Uh, you close all the loops in life one way or another, and that would be a nice way to close that loop. So, yeah. Uh, I said it and now somebody asked Kevin Smith and he said it and I think that that would be amazing if they did it. Yeah, it'd be an cool. An animated version I'd of Superman the Lives. Out of it. Yeah, it'd be cool just to finally see it realized to yeah. see how that would have gone down. Yeah. I mean, even animated would have given you enough to kind of imagine what like yes. a live action thing would have been. Yes. Especially if you if you actually get Nick Cage to do the voice. Yes. Man, that'd be fucked up. And I gotta say, I fucking love the idea of Michael Rooker as Lex Luthor. Me too. Uh, That's cool. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I would have loved him in this last movie. No shit. Oh, yeah, that would have been great. Yeah, that would have been great. Yeah. Yeah, Michael Rooker, that's great. That's a genius. Yeah. Yeah. Michael Rooker is a Lex Luthor. I've never thought of that. I never either. It's, no. it's, it's fantastic. It is. Yeah. It is. <laughs> no, I, I don't, I don't want to go on all Merle Dixon with it. No, no, no. No, but he would be no. a little bit more menacing than like, right. your Gene Hackman yes. or Kevin Spacey. Yeah. You know, just yeah. a little bit more like – on edge, we're like. You know. Well, I just, I just think about him like the way he looked in like Mallrats. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I buy more dangerous insanity out of him far more than I got out of Jesse fucking Eisenberg. Oh God, that was just a horrible casting. Th- that dude just had like fucking some kind of personality disorder. Yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> fucking yeah. <laughs> Jake is the – of all the people that like the performance, it's got to be you. I did like it. <laughs> like that? It was like the, my favorite thing in oh the Oh, my God. Yeah, all he does is fucking rave about the Jolly Rancher and scene. And he pisses in a jar. That's Jesus. I, I thought his performance was, was interesting. Fucking horrible. Fucking yeah. It's crazy because before the movie came out, we were like flip, – we flipped on that. Yeah. Like I hated it from the trailer. Yeah. And you guys were all him. about it from the trailer. Oh, not me. I never liked Jesse Eisenberg. I was talking about leftovers. Oh. <laughs> oh, we're going all in, are we? God damn it. It's been months since I've been put in my place. It was about time. Uh, <laughs> you, remember, you, remember, you remember the fucking like, petition to make Frank a leftover? Uh, yeah. Fuck that. We shut that shit the fuck down. Yeah, you did. We shut that shit the fuck down. I still say you don't make fucking Jimmy Olsen a member of the Justice League. That is exactly why I'm cool you, with you make him the guardian, apparently. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> All right, guys. You know what we're going to do? Uh, we're going we're gonna to take a break, come back and do Star Wars news, and then try to get through some of your fucking bullshit emails. Bullshit emails. All right. I only got really – I only got one new email this week. What? Like the rest are like left over. Not like you, Frank. Because you, <laughs> you're left out. I'm left out. But better to be left out than left behind. All right. We'll be right back.
here. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We do a show. Do we? Yeah, we do. <laughs> people listen? We do a show. We people listen. Yeah. We uh, we get on here every week. Grown nice. men. Grown men. <laughs> Three grown men talking about the dicks, farts, and uh, comic books, and fucking all the stupid shit we talk about. I love it. I love it, too. What the fuck is wrong? You guys are fucking <laughs> No, you love I love it. it. I'm a depraved <laughs> motherfucker, though. Uh, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Get blackout drunk and celebrate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Put on the old snow piercer. Get on the old snow piercer. <laughs> All aboard. Let's get fucked up. Choo choo, motherfucker. Choo choo. Let's get uh, let's get turnt. Yeah. Turnt. <laughs> All right, guys. It's time uh, time for some Star Wars news. <laughs> Dear God, what are Misa saying? You were supposed to be here with me, listening to Pop Culture Leftovers podcast. That's not true. That's impossible. <laughs> I still can't get over Luke's reaction there. You can tell he's listened before. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Guys, Rogue One tickets go on sale Monday, November 28th. Yes. Are, are we scared? Is that going to sell out? Uh, no, I'm, I'm letting people know. No, I know, but are we scared? Is it going to be like episode seven? Do you think? I'm I'm getting on I'm getting on November 28th and getting my IMAX tickets. Yeah. Like that day, I'm going to get the best seat that I can in the house. Nice. nice. Yeah. Fucking found out that they are playing it in 70 millimeter. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I read that. But the closest place to us is in Indianapolis. It's about three hours away from me. Hawksby. Mm. There you go. <laughs> so man, I would love to do it. I just don't know if I want to fucking drive three hours to do it. Three? Yeah. Oh, that's right. You got a Camaro. You get there faster. Yeah. Well, I live in Decatur, too. Oh, yeah. He's already got a little bit of distance on it. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Too bad it's not just in Chicago. Uh, Star Wars, uh, what is it? Rogue One, whatever the fuck. Star Wars story. (laughs) Whatever the fuck. (laughs) It's on, it's on, it's on, it's on a, it's tracking. It's tracking to make $130 million domestically opening weekend. I'm going to say let's bump that up a little bit. I agree. I'm saying let's go, let's, let's talk about in between 150 and 160. I agree. Completely. I was thinking 170 myself. That might be a little high, though. You're a fucking moron. Oh, come on! <laughs> <laughs> no, I, yeah, you might, you know what? You might be right. Yeah. You might be right. Probably wrong, though. <laughs> it's definitely going to be big business with that Darth Vader in the trailer. Yeah. yeah. People are going to come. If it's really good, you know, word of mouth is going to push people into it, too. Yeah, word of mouth doesn't help much opening And the weekend. opening weekend is that going to help us. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. how people talk. No, you, no you were doing really good there for a while, Frank. <laughs> You are. Time to shut up. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Kathleen Kennedy, she talked with Variety about the Han Solo film. Uh, she says Han Solo moves closer to a heist or Western type feel. Uh, we've talked about uh, Frederick Remington and those primary colors that are used in his paintings defining the look and feel of the film. I love what she says here about heist or Western type feel. Like I've always felt like Han Solo is kind of like a modern day cowboy. Yeah, I yeah. agree. I don't want hard science fiction in a Han Solo solo movie. Well, I mean, this is, yeah, I, Star Wars itself is like a space opera. Yeah. Like a yeah. space fantasy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because you, you do have, you know, you got outer space shit, 
but you don't have to make you don't have to make sense of like uh, it doesn't have to be like fucking uh, Interstellar where we got Neil deGrasse Tyson giving, <laughs> giving us his fucking thoughts on the science behind Star. Fuck off, Neil. Uh, but those people still fucking exist. I though. know, but fuck well, those people. How could they see Star Killer Base yeah. from the planet they were on? That scientifically, it makes no sense. Right. Parsecs yeah. are time or yeah. distance, not time. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck all that shit. Fuck. You know. But that's what I love about this is that the, it's going to be like a heist film or a western type. Uh, feel and I I love the the statement from her yeah about this movie thematically yeah, that's, awesome. that's great that's awesome yeah it sounds like we're gonna see Han being a fucking smuggler that's yeah. awesome absolutely I cannot wait for the Han Solo film uh yeah Amelia Clark yeah that's awesome she's in it what what, what are you thinking Frank we we didn't get to talk to you last week about well, it. Well, I mean, I don't want to say anything bad about her because I don't have any bad feelings about her. Mm-hmm. It's all just going to depend on the writing, you know, and directing. She's a good actress. Uh, we got Lord and Miller. We got Phil Lord and Chris Miller, man. Don't worry about it. It'll be it. fine. Don't worry about it. It'll be it. good. It'll be great. I don't want fine. <laughs> I don't want fine. I got I got fine when I watched Batman v Superman. I guess as far as, like, that casting, I mean, I'm like, okay, cool. It doesn't, like... Make me go fucking nuts or anything. But it's just cool she's in it. I give it, I give it a high taste. It yeah yeah. I'm in so, that range. Yeah. Comicbook.com ran an article uh, stating that uh, the canceled Josh Trank Star Wars film was in fact what we all thought it was the Boba Fett film. Mm. Here's what they said: the film in question would have been an oft-rumored Boba Fett uh, Boba Fett film. According to a report from Entertainment Weekly buried in a feature about the upcoming films that are getting made in the standalone category, originally Trank was going to be brought up on stage for the future filmmakers panel at Star Wars Celebration Anaheim in 2015. <laughs> I remember that. I remember that, they, too. They yeah. said he was under the weather. Those fucking <laughs> lying sacks of shit. Yeah, Simon Kinsberg had some... Had some good lies there. Uh, in fact, as reporters and fans came into the large panel room, comicbook.com amongst them, Trank, Trank's name was still on the giant image, advertised as coming alongside Gareth Edwards, director of Rogue One, a Star <laughs> Wars story. So his pulling out of the project was extremely last minute, only just before they were going to officially reveal it. He reportedly left the project after the negative experience of Fantastic Four with Fox, which the director publicly derided on social media. At that panel, a short teaser made by Industrial Light and Magic was shown for Rogue One, despite not a second of footage having been shot yet for the film, based solely on the prospect of Rebel Radio Chatter and the Death Star being revealed in the distant horizon of a planet. According to the report, a similar teaser had been developed for the Boba Fett film. Comicbook.com's own sources corroborated the report. There were also rumors the film was going to include more than just Boba Fett, with other bounty hunters entirely new to the project and from Star Wars, The Clone Wars, in consideration for it. So, guys, yeah, I fucking ramble on about this fucking Boba Fett film, but my big question to you guys is, is the movie dead? I have read a lot of reports saying that it is, but I have to disagree. Uh, the character is just too popular that we're just because Trank's off of it, we're never going to go back to it. We're never going to make a Boba Fett movie. There's no way this character is completely dead. Maybe, possibly, we'll see him in a movie that's not a self-titled Boba Fett movie. Maybe the movie will be more centered around bounty hunters. But one way or another, we are seeing Boba Fett pre-episode four my second question is if this movie is in fact dead would jay fuck it 
Oh. Yes, he would. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Frank, do you think? No, do you think the movie's dead? I I kind of agree with Jake that somebody's going to do it somewhere somehow. Mm-hmm. Myself, I don't need it. I mean, I know I'm in the minority. I don't think Boba Fett's all that great of a character, and that's just me. Uh, somebody's going to do it, though. I mean, he he's way too much of a, a phenomenon within the Star Wars universe. Somebody's going to do it somewhere, somehow, sometime. We, well, guys, maybe we have our answer here. Entertainment Weekly, they talked with Kathleen Kennedy about this, and it looks like they are waiting for Rogue One to come out before they start making more decisions. Lucasfilm isn't tipping its hand about new titles yet. They're waiting until after Rogue One's debut to figure that out. Here's a quote from Kennedy. There are possible movies that we have been talking about, but we are planning to sit down in January since we have had The Force Awakens released, now Rogue One, and we finished shooting Episode 8. We have enough information where we can step back a little bit and say, what are we doing? What do we feel is exciting? And what are some of the things that we want to explore? Um, who will be making those calls? The story team and the trust and the visual effects team that have been working with, Kennedy says, we always pull in the directors and the writers that have been a part of these other three movies. We create pretty much a very collegiate group of people to share ideas. So basically it sounds like, yeah, Boba Fett movie, it might be dead depending on the performance of Rogue One mm-hmm. uh, or the reception of Rogue One. Rogue okay. One is a great litmus test as far as like the first Star Wars movie that's not in the main series. Mm-hmm. So if it does well, they're going to probably push on with <laughs> other I, options. In I, I got I to feel like it's going to do well. I, I I don't know that though. Like I, I but. I'm saying like Guardians of the Galaxy was kind of like the first Marvel film that really didn't tie in with the whole universe. Right. And they made it well. Right. And yeah. it did gangbusters. Mm-hmm. Like, but I honestly, on the flip side, I have more trust in James Gunn as a director than I do Gareth Edwards. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I am going off of that. Um, but I do think this movie is going to be fantastic. I really do. I think, I think Rogue One is going to be fantastic. And I think that there's going to be characters after this film is over with that we're going to love just as much as, just as much as we loved Ray, you know, uh, Finn and Poe. You know, like those are part, that's part of my, that's part of my Star Wars culture now is like the love that I have for those characters. Like I love those characters and I want to see what they do in episode eight. And I think, like, even though we'll probably not see any of these characters ever again in a yeah. Star Wars film, mm-hmm. um, I feel like I'm going to come to love these characters in this film. I agree. I agree. I, they look like great fucking characters. Yeah. It's kind of a cool idea that we have a one-off thing here where we're, like you said, we're not really probably ever going to see these characters ever again. Yeah. So the idea that they're going to foster this love for these people that mm-hmm. we aren't going to see again just is going to lend all, all that more weight to mm-hmm. their ability to tell a story that's one off away from the rest of the series yeah and if this this movie does fucking crazy gangbusters they'll find a way that we'll oh, see yeah. these characters again yeah, yeah. <laughs> unless they die i don't want them they'll to they'll find a way yeah well comic books you yeah. think jen Erso's probably going to die though Yes, I do. I think so. I think so too. She's almost gotta. Yeah. Well, we, I do, we, I mean, spoilers, spoilers. If you don't want to, we, we already had the actor that plays Baze Malbus tell us about one character that dies. Oh, I didn't hear that. <laughs> do you want to? Yeah, I don't care. Baze Malbus during a uh, 
kind of like a Q and A. Yeah. Kind of like a yeah. He uh, he spilled the beans and and basically said that Chirrut Imwe, played by Donnie Yen, dies. Uh huh. Yeah. In the film, so he spilled the beans on that. Yeah, that's not surprising. No, he's blind. He can't yeah. see shit. <laughs> trips down some stairs. Force will only get you so far. You need a walker. He, d- he didn't see it coming. See an eye dog. Ooh. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, could Lucasfilm consider ending the Skywalker saga after Episode Nine? This was kind of addressed uh, in this article from Entertainment Weekly. Uh, here's the article. The biggest question of all, after the new trilogy ends with episode 9 in 2019, will a new trilogy begin? Or does the annual release of Star Wars films become a litany of standalones, only occasionally threading back together, the way the Marvel's movies do? Uh like, This is what Kathleen Kennedy said. She says, that's a conversation going on right now, too. I have to tell you, we could we? Sure. But I don't know. We are looking at all that. Um, the article goes on to say, gauging audience reaction to Rogue One will be critical as Lucasfilm evaluates how different it can get with the standalone films from the traditions of the trilogy or saga films. Um, so, I... I don't like it. I, I mean, yeah, it, I'm not buying it either, man. To me, Star Wars is synonymous with Sky, trilogies, st- trilogies, and Skywalkers. Yeah, right? like I can't imagine by Episode Ten we've got no trace of a Skywalker left. Uh, no, no, there would be no Episode Ten. Yeah, I don't like it. Like the saga films are done. Yeah, I don't. No, I don't like it at all. And I don't. I, I don't buy it either. I don't either. Yeah, I don't know. You can have a story continue on without the lineage of a one specific family. It just depends on how they write the story. Yeah, I can see the Skywalkers moving out of the central focus of the saga films, but I can't see it completely being washed away. Like, no trace of Skywalker. Well, right, yeah. I mean, they don't have to be the main focus in order for it to continue the story along. It doesn't mean that their line has to be eradicated or that the Skywalkers aren't involved in some way or shape or form. Mm -hmm. But I think her statement... Again, regarding how well Rogue One does, is like a litmus test to see how well people accept the idea of a Star Wars story without Skywalkers. I, I disagree. Really? I, 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 yeah, I, Episode Ten. I, I want a Skywalker involved. I, I want a Skywalker involved. I, I, I want them to go uh, like Star Wars Legacy. Mm-hmm. I, I don't care like if they go. You know, 10 years in the future, 20 years in the future, fucking 50, 75 years in the future. I always want a Skywalker involved in the saga films. Now, I just want a good story. I don't give a fuck whether or not they got to be central to the story. I think in order for them to be good stories, for me as a fan, I want Skywalkers involved. But you don't think at a certain point they could have just played their role and be done? Like they don't have to be the main focus of the story anymore? Sure. I think that could happen. Do I want that? No. (laughs) Okay. Sure. Sure, you could go that route. Right. But I want Skywalkers to be in every trilogy of the saga films. That's me. Like, you can disagree and say, ah, yeah, fuck the Skywalkers. I'm done. Uh, I can with see it. what you're saying. It's just, I, I, I don't, as opposed to them hinging on no, the legacy like, of a certain family, I, I would rather the story make sense regarding it being organic to whatever they write. Yeah, but, like, you know, if I'm, if I'm watching, uh, if I'm watching the movie Roots, and then they come out with uh, Roots, the next generation. I don't want it to be about a family of white people. Right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm saying like the Star Wars fucking saga films. I want it to be about the fucking Skywalkers. I don't want it to be about some fucking white family in Des Moines. <laughs> <laughs> what a great analogy. 
<laughs> I, just, I just get to thinking Iowa and it's all of a sudden starting thinking of fucking Captain Kirk. <laughs> And I know, I, I know, I know the Skywalker. He, I knew Luke was on a fucking farm to begin with. Yeah, I can't imagine a Star Wars saga movie without a Skywalker Thank you. being some kind of central part of the story. Thank you. That's that, all I'm saying, man. Seems crazy. I mean, to me, that's what the Star Wars stories are made for. Is yeah. so you have that that niche of the universe that you don't have to like force. Ah, uh, no, Skywalker let's let, no, let's follow the let's follow the Johnsons now. Yeah, yeah, we got. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they've they've kind of no, well, no. It's fun. a great it's a great fucking story with Billy Johnson. <laughs> no, we've had we've had our fucking storylines with the fucking yeah. chosen ones and yeah. Anakin, who's like fucking born of nothing but midichlorians and shit, and his son who comes back and is the one that really brings balance back to the Force. And now we're going on with fucking Luke and uh, whoever else. I know. However, it, they it, it gets no. It, it, it gets boring following this amazing family. Doesn't it? <laughs> It gets fucking boring. Give me, give me something new. What happens if they don't fucking make it out? Right, right now, okay, we got Luke and yeah. we've got Leia yeah. and we've got uh, fucking Kylo Ren. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, we so don't know who Kylo Ren is. A fucking Skywalker. Yeah, he's got Skywalker blood in him. Right, but I'm saying, like at the end of the trilogy, how do we know that 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 their lineage is going to continue? We don't. Right, but. If you're asking me what I want from episode 10, which would be the next trilogy, I don't want to follow some fucking jack wagon that is not a Skywalker. Like that Ray? Is, that is my – we don't know that yet. But she, if she's not, I'm perfectly content following what adventures her and her lineage has to offer. Ah, I, I got Give me a Skywalker. You're you're content. I'm not content. I'm sure I'm going to get a fucking email saying, well, well, I agree with Frank. <laughs> And uh, also, Brian, I think you were a little too hard on Frank oh, this week. Fuck that God. shit! I'm not a pussy. Jesus I can take Christ. it. Well, yeah. pussies can't take a pounding, but anyway, but I'm fine <laughs> with it. One form or another, there has to be some kind of Skywalker action going on in these movies. Like it, it, it's synonymous with Star Wars. Absolutely. We could be looking at the end of the lineage, right? You're, here if right you're now. asking me what I want, if you're asking me what I want, and if you send me an email saying I'm wrong. It's my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. just saying, like, what I want is I want the Star Wars saga films to continue with the Skywalker family. You can give me a Star Wars stories, these other fucking movies that deal with uh, Johnny What's His Fuck Nuts. <laughs> Johnny What's His Fuck Nuts. Yeah. I don't give a shit what that <laughs> son of a bitch does with a lightsaber. <laughs> I don't, he, he can do whatever he wants to do with a fucking lightsaber. He can shut the goddamn Tickle thing his anus. Yeah, he can shut up his fucking ass for all I care. Can't put it too far up there because it'll burn. <laughs> Thank you, Bill Nye Science Guy. <laughs> Tickle the outside. <laughs> but you know, like no, like they can they can do whatever they want to within the within these other Star Wars saga films. Like no, these uh these Star Wars stories that are non legacy, that are non saga films. They can do whatever they want to. They can follow whoever they want to, and they can do those films as much as they want. But I just feel like it, it it would feel weird for me for them to start episode 10 and not to have a Skywalker involved somehow. Yeah. And I feel like if that were the case, uh, eventually the fucking like the shock is going to be that they still are. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great point. Like, <laughs> for me, it's not so much the blood connection as like the connection to the force. So like we already know that Ray is going to be trained in some way, shape or form by Luke. And if Ray, in my opinion, it, it, it's going to be found out that she has no lineage whatsoever. Oh, I have no problem to, with Ray. 
But, I have no problem with Ray not being a Skywalker. But I'm talking at about. All. But for me, it's like more important to be like their connection with the Force. Who teaches who? That's the lineage. If they, that okay, if they take on an adoptive relationship, I'm fine with that. But the fucking girl's 19 or 20 now. She's getting fucking adopted by fucking Luke Skywalker now. Something's that's fucking weird. That's weird. So I don't, you know, like, like if 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 he adopted Ray at the age of like you know seven, yeah, I'm cool with that. Like if they want to go on and uh, have like a Star Wars Episode Ten, and it's about Ray, his adopted daughter, and he he had been her father from like the time she was like seven until like whenever the fuck he died or whenever the fuck happened. I'm cool with that, mm-hmm. but like that's not the story here hey, don't, don't judge luke and ray it's a galaxy far far away <laughs> I just, <laughs> are you talking about him doing like a woody allen no oh, no, not at all. no oh. i'm just saying i don't, I don't think it's that weird that he would adopt her at, at 19 oh really yeah. yeah i see that whole relationship being all fucked up because she's used to being on her own yeah she's I mean, gonna be rebellious as fuck while she's be, being told what to do mm-hmm. in her training let the poor girl have a father figure i mean that's something she's so desperately wanted it seems like i mean she's just mm-hmm. waiting for that kind of thing some kind of parental figure well she's waiting for her parents to come back what, are you saying Ankar Plot was not a good dad <laughs> 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 no <laughs> not so much not so much yeah uh, let that, let, i mean and then fucking Luke is your adopted father? Like, sign yeah. me up. Yeah. I think it's going to be kind of cool because she thinks I don't she's know. wanted parents all Dude, this I, time until I, somebody's telling her what yeah, to do wait till Luke, wait till Luke hits her. Jake, come on. <laughs> think about this. Think about this. All right. Let's say, you, you know, you, you, you don't have a father or a mother figure in your life and, like, you're 19 and you fucking meet this really <laughs> wise dude. And he's like, Jake, I want to be your daddy. Yeah. That's well, That's weird. That's weird. Like, like you start going to like a fucking like uh, you start going to a dojo, and uh, Mr. Cobra Kai is like, yeah, you know, I've been teaching you, you know, wax on, wax off. I want to be your daddy now. Fuck no, fuck that shit, dude. I'm 19. She doesn't need a crush. Look at how capable she's already been already. Yeah. Like if she did think that she wanted parents until the point where she's getting like schooled and trained and shit, mm-hmm. she thinks she wanted to be told what to do until then, mm-hmm. especially at 19. Because she's already going to think that she knows how to do things a certain way. Do you think that maybe Ray was just like a shitty kid? Like that's why her parents <laughs> left. <laughs> All right, we've had it with this shit. Whoa. I said stay in bed, goddammit. We really got to get oh. rid of this fucking bitch. We'll be back for you soon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can stay with uh, Uncle Uncle Plot. Uncle, Uncle Plot. Yeah. He can deal with your fucking bullshit now. Can you believe she gave, he gave us 2,000 credits for her ass? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think she maybe she was a troubled child. So they just dropped her off. They got rid of her. (laughs) You wait here. We'll be right back. She kept getting into her dad's porn collection. Guys, there were some more takeaways from this article uh, that I wanted to go over. And it was it was uh, about uh, Rogue One. It was a cool article. Kathleen Kennedy said um, about Rogue One, more than likely we will not have a crawl. Yeah. Yeah, I heard that. No opening crawl. Yeah, we've talked about that on the podcast before. She says, we feel that it is proprietary with the saga films, but how this evolves, we haven't fully decided. And traditional Star Wars elements may be pretty spare for this first one. Um, the article also went on to say composer Michael Giacchino, uh, Michael Giacchino, I have a hard time saying his name, Mike, Michael Giacchino, Giacchino, 
Whatever the fuck. Michael, <laughs> Jesus. That Christ. dude. Michael Giacchino, he's the composer. Uh, for instance, will include slight homages to the iconic original score by John Williams. It's Giacchino. Thank you, Michael Giacchino! Yeah! <laughs> it came to me. It came to me. For instance, we'll include slight homages to the iconic original score by John Williams. See, that's a name. John right. Williams. John Williams. Can't Giacchino. fuck that up. Yeah, Giacchino. <laughs> Sounds like something, like something you get in your fucking uh, frozen food section. I was thinking it was your like fucking, some kind of coffee. You're fucking heating that shit up and you're eating fucking uh, Giacchino, yeah. the pepperoni Giacchinos. Hot mocha Giacchino. The Giacchino. It's right next to the gnocchi. That's right. <laughs> what the yeah. fuck is the gnocchi? Gnocchi. It's like, a, it's like a potato noodle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Chikino sounds like a fucking uh, knockoff pizza roll. <laughs> yep. Chikino, extra cheese, Chikinos. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, dude. This Chikino with the mozzarella. It's, it's so, so good. good. It's uh, a, I didn't, it's that was so dish. racist. <laughs> I didn't cook these Chikinos long enough. They're so cold in the middle. <laughs> That's a so racist thing. <laughs> Mamma mia. I like a chicchino. That's a Mario. Spicy chicchino. <laughs> <laughs> you need more mozzarella with the chicchino. All right, now that we've made fun of Italy. Um, <laughs> guys, uh, yeah, I'm trying to spit this sentence out, and I can't. It's almost as hard as spitting out Michael Chicchino's last fucking name. <laughs> Um, but the, uh, the, the score will include slight homages to the iconic original score by John Williams. But most of what we hear will be original. I also found out that they only gave Michael Giacchino one month. Yeah. One month to do the score. Damn. Yeah. That is Talk about a time crunch. Fucking A, man. Yeah. Well, no wonder he's cheating a little bit and using classic sure. music. Classic music. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't sure. have it any other way, though. I can't imagine... A movie that has Darth Vader in it not having traces of Darth Vader's theme. Yeah, you got to have the well, Imperial March. Right. I mean, and this whole thing is taking place in the shadows of things that we saw in episode four. So it just makes sense yeah. to have things thematically be about the same. Yeah. And I'm cool with the uh, no opening crawl in the Star Wars story movies. Mm-hmm. I actually think that opens up a whole new like window of stuff you can do. Like a Star Wars movie that doesn't have three paragraphs of lead in can really do some interesting things and really do some really cool swerves on what you're expecting to happen yeah. when you're just, like, dropped right into the fucking movie. Yeah. Like, they could do some really cool tricks with that. Mm-hmm. And so I- I'm fine with it. Yeah. It's just kind of different. I mean, most people aren't going to need the fucking shit laid out and before them like they will, you know, a regular part of the series. Yeah. Well said. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> 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 what the <fucking> trailer. <laughs> here, here. <laughs> I'll go back to looking my window, thanks. I didn't know if the sarcasm came, came from that or not. Oh, yeah, no, it, no, it oh, came per- perfectly. God, <laughs> now, now I know why that cabbie wanted to drop her panties. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh, gosh. Oh, man. You fucking smooth talker. <laughs> I haven't had enough to drink yet. Give me time. <laughs> this episode fucking sucks. Yeah, this no. This is no. Bad. I'm with you. No. Normally, I'm the guy that defends this. <laughs> no. I'm with you. Me and, the episode with me and you was pretty bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that was, was fucking really sucks. This is better than that. 
Yeah. Oh God, I don't know. <laughs> this is so. pretty craptastic. This it's always better when there's three. This turd is better than that flaming turd. <laughs> well, yeah, because this isn't on fire. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That was genius. Yeah, this episode's terrible. No! <laughs> Frank, you, 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 terrible. You, are, you are not helping. You are not helping. <laughs> Sorry. Seriously. Oh, All right. <laughs> Guys, let's move on into some emails. We'll wrap this son of a bitch oh, up. Oh, emails. That'll really improve the episode. <laughs> <laughs> We're on the up now. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Mail. <laughs> Leftovers of the universe. Mail. Pop culture leftovers. You guys ever get like you ever get like you ever look at like Twitter? You like, you oh, I love Twitter. Lot. Like hold on, hold on. Like you ever get on Twitter and like somebody follows you and you're like, who the fuck are you, yeah. dude? Fucking Juliet Landau, Drusilla from the fucking Buffy the Vampire Slayer yeah. TV series, followed me. I have no idea why. I think it was just because I mentioned Buffy once in a. Tweet. It has nothing to do with what I'm talking about. Oh, like, sorry. have you ever get on like, like Twitter? <laughs> No, I, that's cool, man. That's cool. I'm that's pretty cool. proud of it. I, I, I bet you are. Yeah, that's awesome, Frank. Like, that is cool. But, like, you ever go to, like, Twitter and, like, you get, like, the notification. It's, like, somebody follows you and you're, like, what? Who the f-? Like, everyone's like, it's weird. It's yeah. Like, oh, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm somebody. You don't even know who the fuck they are. And like, following you do some you. kind of business bullshit. Do you it's, feel, like, the obligation to follow them back? Nope. Like, like you know, like, no, sometimes I do. No. Sometimes I don't. It I just depends. Not. I check and see who they're following also. Yeah. And that usually dictates my decision. Usually what I do is I go to their profile page and I look look at a couple tweets and if it yes. seems like it's interesting, then I'll go ahead. But sure. if it's a bunch of bullshit, I won't. No, if they're if they're retweeting or tweeting like a bunch of bullshit. Or like, if like they got like half a million followers and they're following half a million people too, yeah, it's like yeah, fuck you. Yeah, if they're followers and they're following are yeah. like almost next to each other, yeah. I yeah. usually don't follow. Same. You know here. what I fucking hate when they follow you, unfollow and they follow again, like to give you a little nudge, be like Hey, follow me back. That's oh, the biggest fuck you ever. I hate it when like somebody follows you and then you follow them back and then you like you get an email from them. Hey, thanks for following me. Oh, Make hate. sure to check out my bullshit blog. Oh, I, and then I-, <laughs> I hate that too. Dude, fuck off, dude. No shit. You are, no, you are too anxious. Like I don't like when you follow pop culture leftovers, you're not going to get that fucking shit. Oh, like no. if you follow us, I'm I'm assuming, I'm hoping that you listen to the podcast. Well, yeah. I don't have to fucking send you a fucking message like, "Hey, thanks for following me. Uh listen to my fucking podcast." Right. No, I'm assuming that you're listening to the fucking podcast. Yeah. You know, and if you want to reach out to me and say, hey, I listen to your fucking podcast, uh, that's cool. But, like, if you f- – it's so weird. Oh, I agree. Hey, I agree. check out my fucking blog. And, we, you know, it's like, fuck you. I don't give a fuck hey, about buddy, promoting you your appreciate shit. the follow. Yeah. Check out whatever bullshit I did. You exactly. be fucking funny. You be fucking interesting and you're going to get a follow back. If you're a lame motherfucker, then it's a fuck you. Yeah. That's wow. about it. Thank you. <laughs> Frank, you are so eloquent. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, no, seriously. That's directed to the point. Though, when, when, when Jodie Foster said they should have sent a poet <laughs> at the end of Contact, she was talking about you, my man. She was talking about you. They should have sent a Frank. <laughs> nope. We're all thankful. We're all frankful. Frankful. <laughs> I love you, Frank. People think I shit on you all the time and that I just think you're a fucking jack wagon. I love you. Dude, 
this is the most that I ever get to laugh in any given week. Yeah. I love coming to this roast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Bro, he called it a roast. Yeah. It is. <laughs> Speaking of coming in roasts. Whoa. Frank stuffing the turkey again. That's exactly what I'm talking about. That's exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> we did it. We broke him. We won. I love it. I love it. <laughs> We won. <laughs> Leftovers 165, Frank zero. <laughs> oh my god. Oh shit, I gotta wipe the tears from my fucking face. <laughs> Oh man, there's nothing funnier than fucking poultry, am I right, guys? No, no, there's nothing, nothing funny. There's nothing funnier than fucking the dead corpse of a bird. All right, <laughs> so, so what you're saying is me and Jay are gonna fight over it. <laughs> That's a whole new meaning to the wishbone. Uh, Frank, 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 I want to see a meme of like Frank holding the turkey, and he's like, and it says like, some people eat these. <laughs> Johan! Not after I'm done with them. Johannes is gonna do it! (laughs) Draw it, motherfucker! (laughs) Oh man. Oh shit! Oh, we're down two people now. Fuck. Come come back, guys. I don't have to find bullshit news. Frank listening to Free Bird fucking a turkey. <laughs> that bird will never be free if Frank's got it. God. Oh, shit. <clears throat> guys. So, yeah, emails. <clears throat> All right, guys. Let's see here. Take a drink here. Jesus Christ. Mm. Holy shit. Yeah, this episode sucks. No, that was great. It's I needed it. <laughs> Guys, uh, first email comes from uh, Anthony Rodriguez. He says, just wanted to thank Brian. Wow. Holy oh. shit. Wow, this is a first. Never in the whole. I got to stop right there. <laughs> just wanted to thank Brian for telling me about two great shows. First, Jean-Claude Van Johnson, even though it seems to just be a one-off. It was a lot of fun watching JCVD parody and mock himself. Kudos to that guy for at least having a sense of humor about his own career. Hey, Anthony, I got good news for you, buddy. It got greenlit. It got greenlit. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. Jean-Claude Van Johnson, Amazon Prime. It got greenlit for a full series order. It's happening. It's happening. Yes, and it was a fantastic fucking pilot episode. So fucking inventive. And I cannot wait for a full series order. I hope they can keep it up because it was a lot of fun. <laughs> Kudos to the writers, though, right? Not to Jean-Claude Van Damme. You give this guy a way to not be using food stamps and he's going to agree to do it. <laughs> Hold on. I, I, you know, I, I agree with Anthony, though. The way he mocks himself in this yeah. is so good, Jake. Like, I, he's got to have a sense of humor about himself, like self-deprecation. Okay. And that's what I really appreciated about the uh, appreciated about the show is his self deprecation. So yeah, like some actors wouldn't want to do this, wouldn't want to make 
wouldn't, wouldn't want to make fun of themselves in this manner. Yeah. So I got to give him some props there. But yeah, of course, like he wants to make money. Yeah. But the way he's doing it is he is actually kind of making fun of his career and certain things that he's done. And it's it's that's what makes the show so fucking good. Yeah, I should check this out. I, I loved all that old. It's, I was gonna ask yeah. you where I could find that. Because Amazon Prime, man. I'm gonna check that yeah. out. Amazon. I was telling Kelly we should watch it. Did you guys see the fucking uh, costume that somebody made for Halloween? And they took a bunch of Amazon boxes. And they made it look oh, like Optimus Prime. Oh, they, yeah. They I called it that. Amazon Prime. Uh, that was shit, awesome. That shit was cool. fucking hilarious. <laughs> Very inventive. Uh, second from Anthony Rodriguez. He says, second is Ash versus the Evil Dead. This is my new favorite show. He put that all in caps. I love this show. Even when the idea look silly, Puppet Ash or Evil Delta, they pull it off. The visuals are awesome. And they do such a wonderful job of balancing the horror, gore, comedy. How is Frank not watching this? <laughs> Ash with his head up a corpse's ass saying, get your dick off my face? <laughs> Should be enough to get him on board. I've and got that, stars on my Amazon Prime. And so that happened. Oh, my God. Oh, you have stars happened. in your Amazon Prime? Yeah, it's like an additional subscription. How the fuck do you think I'm watching this Good shit? Good looking. I guess I get. I thought I couldn't watch it. Dude, so. it, it, <laughs> it looks like I'm back on board. Ash for season. I, I am just, I am... Two episodes behind, mm-hmm. but this season has been so good. Second season is so good. Like, mm-hmm. like you, I'm worried. I'm always worried about second seasons. Oh yeah, like, you know, you get the sophomore slump. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. it's either yeah. it's either up or down on that. Exactly, second season. exactly. But this this fucking season is so so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, he uh, says you are also correct on. Uh, you also correct that Arrival is a Tupperware. Unfortunately, it. Looked like it, it looks like it's struggling to break even financially. Thanks oh, for really? the show. That's from Anthony Rodriguez. Anthony, thank you so much. I'm glad you're enjoying the show. Yeah, I'm glad. Email. Yeah, I'm glad you checked out some of my recommendations. You, you know what? You checked out more of my recommendations than these two fucking assholes that do the podcast with me. I don't know about that. I fucking got on Doctor Who because of you. I'm watching true. Flash because That's of you. Yeah. I've checked out more than three things because of you. Can I, guys? <laughs> can I just have a moment to be an asshole? I mean. Of Can course. you let me? Of course. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want this your moment to be not. I don't want to break character. You know? Fuck. No, 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 no. Like there was a there was a there was an episode recently of the Leftover Army podcast that they've been uploading to SoundCloud. Yeah. They had Jesse Candelori on there. They had Jared Gafford, Dan West, and some dude named Bernie. Oh yeah, because yeah. it was like a podcast palooza. Everybody's got a yeah. podcast. Yeah, everybody that has a podcast, yeah. they had them on there, and like there was like this whole fucking segment about it was like Dan West and Jared Gafford trying to convince people that I am a human being with a heart. Like it was fucked. It was fucking hilarious. Who needed convinced? Like, no, like no, people, people that yeah, really yeah, don't know you. People that don't know me that they just think like 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 I am just like one hundred percent bona fide asshole all the fucking time. You know what I mean? It was like it was it was it was really heartfelt. Like it was fucking crazy. Like I was listening to this shit and like I was like starting to get like emotional and shit. Like listening to people that know me that have met me talk yeah. about me because like other people that just like listen to the podcast they just think like. This guy just like fucking goes off on Frank and fucking screams and yells and shit. 
and like I am just like this uh, ball of hatred. Yeah, our job on this podcast is to disprove that. <laughs> right. So like it was just it was really cool to listen to that from like two people that have actually like met me. Yeah. And it was actually it's just kind of funny like listening to like people like try to convince other people that oh that's fucked no, up. No, no, it's really not an asshole. No, it's fucked up. It's fucked up. It's fucked up. Like there's a whole segment within that podcast where yeah. they're like promoting their own podcast, yeah. but they have to take time out to try to convince people that I'm not <laughs> an asshole. Yeah. Like wow, that's like the turn that that podcast took. <laughs> and who, know, who knows if they convinced anybody? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> if, if hold on, if this. This podcast is any proof they've convinced no one yeah. <laughs> I'm, i am just gonna die an asshole oh, oh my god my funeral's gonna be sad <laughs> nobody's gonna no. show up oh, it's not gonna be sad we're gonna party our asses <laughs> it'll be better <laughs> <Party or asshole. laughs> oh, you better hope you go before jay or after oh, Jay. Yeah. Jesus Christ. He ain't gonna fuck me. Stop you don't think so? No. <laughs> no, that's dirty. That's dirty. That's dirty. I, I don't know. Sometimes when he's here, I catch him looking at you. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> you shut the fuck he's up. He's just waiting. He's got Frank a timer. Took it too far there. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he's got a timer yeah, going. Did. <laughs> like a turkey. <laughs> All right, guys. Next email comes from uh, Jacob Marks. He says, Holy shit, Brian. Listening to the podcast right now, and Frank is driving me absolutely crazy. What? You guys keep talking about Strange's photographic memory, and Frank keeps saying that he doesn't understand how he becomes so powerful and great at being a sorcerer from a photographic memory. All you guys are forgetting in the movie, after Doctor Strange says he has a photographic memory, and that's why he can learn faster, Mordo clearly says... That a photographic memory isn't enough to make him that powerful. So Frank is basing his argument off of something that 10 seconds later, Morta disproves. Now, I'm basing my argument off the fucking fact that he's still trying to learn shit and somehow is able to hold his own against those motherfuckers when the masters of those uh, other shrines or whatever the fuck fall before him. Jacob Marks uh, also goes on to say, if Frank cuts me off right here and tries to explain some bullshit opinion, <laughs> tell him to go fuck himself. Tell him to go fuck himself real fucking hard and then tell him to go fuck a turkey. He can suck these nuts. <laughs> wow. Jacob. Jacob seeing into the future there. Yeah, wow. He's like, he's like <laughs> Dr. Strange himself. No shit. Wow. No. Sorry. No, he says, uh, by the way, I saw it in a Cinema One theater and it was amazing. Uh, first time writing in, and I don't need the email read. Uh, LOL. Just was bugging the shit out of me hearing Frank talk about this movie. Sorry, man. Yeah, Jacob club Marks. Club. No way. No way. No Superpowers, he fucking... No way. Yeah, we're no sending way. out membership cards. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> Yeah, at least you weren't here in person. Fuck that movie. No way, man. Oh, man. Uh, I study good, therefore I am. Let's see. Hey, what did you rate it? What did you rate it? It was a low tasted. It was a low tasted. It's like borderline. But Fantastic Beats is a high. Fantastic Beasts is a high high tasted. Yeah, man, because that's fucking magic. Eh. This was bullshit. That's magic. 
Oh my god. <laughs> That's magic? You're telling me like you got the fat motherfucker trying to squeeze into the case and he's jumping and it's bouncing around. That was more creative in that than they did anything in the entire fucking movie of Doctor Strange. Oh, I know. That's crazy talk. No that way. Is, that's nuts. Nope. I did not enjoy You're that out of your change. goddamn mind. Sorry. You're out of your nope. goddamn mind. And uh, most times I am. Oh. I agree. But no, I did not like Dr. Strange. Yeah, Jesus. All oh, right. Tasty. Next email comes from us. Poor Jacob. You can't stop fat shaming Jacob. Yeah, what the fuck is up with that shit? <laughs> that was part of the movie. His gut was so big he couldn't fit in the fucking suitcase. You know what? I didn't make that up. You don't have to call that fat fucker. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Well, like that, they played up to his weight. I'm not no fucking delicate fucking snowflake. I got some pounds on me too. It's not like I'm fucking making fun of somebody hey, different than I am. You said he was your favorite character. That he is fat, the fat fuck. But that was the it was the fact that he was so out of place in everything. He was a fucking pastry chef. You could tell he ate most of his own product. Oh man, you're killing me. You're killing me, man. Poor Jacob. <laughs> killing me, small dude. He got that hot chick. He don't need no. Poor Jacob nothing. Dude, he's got game. He does got does game. That, that fucking game. hot witch was all over his ass. He's got game. She was sexy as fuck. Jake is, Jake is right. You need to stop fucking fat shaming him because he's got game. <laughs> fat, fat shaming whatever. Dude's got his shit together. I don't need to fucking make fun of him. Uh, you, know, you don't need to make fun of him. That's my point. But I don't remember his name. <laughs> the only time I remember his name is when you tell me. So otherwise, he's that fat fuck. Yeah, which is another reason why it's a high taste. <laughs> Anyway, Stephen Crawford sends us an email. He says, hey, Leftovers, I know I'll get some shit for this, but sending this email in... Hold on, let me... I know I'll get some shit for this, but sending this email in Suck Frank's Cock Tuesday, (laughs) but I have to. I don't even understand that sentence. It sounds like a a play on Correction Tuesday. Oh, Suck Frank's Cock Tuesday. Oh, here we go. Oh, this will be good. Stephen Crawford says, I've only been listening for a few months, but I have crammed every episode in (laughs) that time. So, not sure if it's because I watched Doctor Strange in a theater with crying, annoying kids... Because I just listened to the Iron Man three, I just got knocked out. Me too. My audio. Sorry. Let's take a. Let's take a. Let's, hold on. Are we back? Yeah, I can hear it. All right. Sorry about that. I think it was me. Yeah, you need to knock that shit off, Frank. <laughs> this guy's trying to suck your dick. Um, he says, "Not sure if it's because I watched uh, Doctor Strange in a theater with crying, annoying kids, or because I just listened to the Iron Man three of you guys reposted." But holy sack of shit! All movie, I was thinking this is Iron Man three. You have this larger-than-life asshat, but now he lost his identity, and he has to drag his ass through the snow and hang out with an orphan kid, Charlie Brown, ancient one, to rise back up and be this all-great one. Completely comes off as Crouching Tiger meets Inception with Iron Man 3, Tony Stark on shrooms. I will give this movie one thing. It's the first Marvel movie they go to direct... They they try to go direct from the comic and make it as comic enthusiast-friendly as possible. This movie had an amazing first act, but the second act and third just felt rushed and all over the place. Last note, at the end of the movie, Doctor Strange isn't the Sorcerer Supreme. Nowhere is he named that, and Marvel has said that he isn't the Supreme One yet. I would have been happy skipping the movie and jumping right to the scene with Thor and Strange... For Thor was the best part of the whole movie, 
bottom line, Frank is awesome, so buckle up your seatbelt because he brought it. Steven. Ah, fuck off, Steven. You know what, uh, Steven? Like I said, he was the Sorcerer Supreme at the end of the movie when he's talking to Thor because I thought enough time had passed where he was the Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah, we don't know. You don't know. We don't know how much time has passed between the last scene and the Thor yeah. scene. So, yeah. It feels very time-crunched. I don't know about the Iron Man 3 references. I feel it tried to do a piss-poor job of mirroring Iron Man 1. Mm-hmm. Like in a lot of different ways, but yeah, you're yeah. fucking turkeys, and this guy's fucking you. So whatever. <laughs> Thor was the best part of the movie. No, the ancient one was. Tilda Swinton was awesome. She was great, and she's gone. Oh fuck off! You know what? Like whatever. I thought it was a fantastic movie. Fuck that shit. Is it, oh yeah. Ooh, oh, 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 you and Stephen Crawford didn't like it, so I guess you're right. I don't. I don't see how they did anything fucking mind blowing as far as the visual effects went. Well, I you cannot see how IMAX would have made that any different. You're crazy. You're absolutely out of your goddamn mind. No way. Mind. It was fucking Inception with a little bit of Portal mixed in. That's it. It's it not, was it not wasn't just that. It wasn't just that. It was not just the building stuff. Like the, the scene with his hands growing hands. I don't remember that happening in Inception. That was growing. like a bad acid trip. Yeah, exactly. But I didn't find it mind-blowing. I wasn't impressed by it. It was like, ooh, okay. The mouths going into mouths. I mean, the special effects were for top fucking notch. Yeah, not for my money. Well, you didn't spend enough money. You saw it in 2D. <laughs> yeah, no you got shit. a good point there. No shit. <laughs> I can't see it in 2D. I'm fucking handicapped. <laughs> All right, guys. 3D. Sorry. Time for Pete's Tweets. Oh, no. I call that call Pudding Cat. Pete's Tweets. All right, guys. Pete Neen, our listener, when he sends us a fucking tweet, we have to respond. And this is what Pete said. He says, sup, guys. So when Dr. Strange is speaking with the Ancient Ones, Astral Projection... She talked about Mordo. She said something like, you will need to work together to defeat Dormammu. So my question is, number one, does this mean Mordo and Strange will reconcile at the end of the sequel? Number two, do you think Dormammu will be the big bad in one of the sequels? Wasn't part of the bargain Doctor Strange struck with Dormammu was that he had to leave Earth alone forever? Can't Strange just use the eye again and do the time loop thing? Thanks. Love you guys. Question one, does this mean Mordo and Strange will reconcile at the end of the sequel? I could see that happening. I could see them working together to defeat a bigger bad. Yeah, it could be possible. I don't think it's 100% certain, but I, I could easily see it. Yeah, I can get that. I mean, there's enough. They, they both want the right thing. They're just divided on what that right thing is. Number two, do you think Dormammu will be the big bad in one of the sequels? Um, I do think that. Yeah. Do you think they're going to revisit that in the second one, though? Dormammu's too big of a character for them not to, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Oh, yeah, he'll come back. But, I mean, do you think they're going to go right to that well in part two? No. I think it'll be about him and Mordo. Yeah, I think I that's what they that. led up to. I wouldn't be surprised, though, if within that same movie, it's him and Mordo taking on Dormammu. Mm -hmm. I don't think they'll spend a whole movie with Dorm or Mordo and Doctor Strange being buddies fighting And Dormammu. they might end that movie with them being villains again. Or, like, yeah. you know, enemies again. Yeah. They might team up for the greater good and then be enemies by the end of it again. Because they will never see eye to eye, in my opinion. Right. Yeah. Finn Deeds Creek says, hey, leftovers. Oh, real quick, um, about yeah. the eye of... 
um, Agamotto be yeah. used again. I, I don't think he'll have it. I think by the time we get to the Doctor Strange yeah. sequel, yeah. the yeah. gem will be removed by Thanos, and he won't have it anymore. Exactly. Right, that's a good point. So yeah. he won't use it to defeat And that makes again. sense, too, because that would be kind of lame if they went back to that a second time. Oh, fuck that. Yeah, I don't need to see yeah, that Yeah, he again. defeats him the same way again. Yeah. Right. And that'd be yeah, pretty that fucking suck. dumb. Yeah, I've come here to bargain. Um, <laughs> again. Yeah. It's Black Friday. Finn Deets Creek sends us an email. Hey, Leftovers. Uh, so when I was little, well, littler, yeah. <laughs> Finn De- this is your first time listening. Finn Deets Creek's like 16 years old. Two so. weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he says, my father would play 90s hip-hop all day, every day. He introduced me to groups like Public Enemy and Run DMC for as long as I can remember. But the first group he showed me, and to this day is my favorite group of all time, is none other than A Tribe Called Quest. Mm. They released their new album Friday, and it is a Tupperware. Uh, with Fife being my favorite artist from the group, I was surprised hearing how much he actually was on the album. Uh, I was so moved by some of the verses about him, it brought me to tears. I hope you guys enjoy the album as much as I did. And aren't just punk MCs later, guys. It's Finn. Yeah. Yeah, Finn's right. The album's really great. Um, I was actually, I got goosebumps hearing some of the, uh, Fife stuff on the album. I did not expect as much Fife as we got. Um, I, I'm with Finn. Fife is my favorite musician on A Tribe Called Quest. Um, it really shook me up. Probably the, I mean, him and Alan Rickman were the two this year and just so many like, you know, unwanted deaths that really just fucking knocked me off my socks yeah so yeah it's been a fucking shitty year really for fucking losing wonderful people really really david bowie and prince yeah hey who who are we gonna lose next year if you had to Uh, take a guess and i know this is a fucked up and morbid morbid question but like who are we gonna lose next year i'm worried about james Earl jones morgan freeman those guys are getting up there i'm saying clint eastwood Oh, yeah, yeah. I could see that, too. Oof. Yeah, that's brutal. Fucking Kirk Douglas is going to go any second. Yeah. You know he's going to be like 100 this year? Jesus, right. In December. old as fuck. December something, I think. He's going to hit 100. Fucking Kirk Douglas has been around forever. Yeah, yeah. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, wow. That's a great email from Finn, though. I um, That Tribe album, though, it's, it's really good. Um always been a big fan of those guys saw those guys in their prime too saw them and the beastie boys during the uh, check your head midnight marauders tour nice one of the best concerts i've ever been to i remember fucking uh when i was introduced to tribe called quest it was like remember when uh mtv would have what was it uh their fucking show um Yo MTV Raps. Yo MTV Raps. that's when i was introduced to tribe called quest dr dre and ed lover <clears throat> yeah and the other Dr. J. Yeah, the other Dr. The J. The other Dr. J. <laughs> so, like, that's when I was introduced to him. And so I, I've i always been, like, a big fan of Tribe Called Quest. Like, I think it was, like, Scenario was, like, the first. Oh, that's, that's the big one. That was the yeah. big one. Yeah, that was the song that I was introduced to. And, like, I remember going to, like, a Bloodhound Gang concert. Oh, wow. Bloodhound Gang. Bloodhound Holy Gang. shit. And they fucking did a cover for Scenario. Oh, nice. that's awesome. And I was just like, oh, my God, I can't believe Bloodhound Gang. But, but nobody could do it like Tribe. Oh, no. Nobody no. could do but, it like Tribe. Like, see, I always thought, like, if I ever was, like, on um, Survivor, mm-hmm. like, and they asked, like, what's the name of your, the new Tribe? I was going to name my tribe Quest. Oh, nice. Because <laughs> then it would be a tribe called Quest. Right. That's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah, dude. 
Man. So, like, I fucking love Tribe Called Quest, so. Musically speaking, as far as, like, people who could die, I mean, we got Paul McCartney. Mm-hmm. We've got any of the fuckers from the Rolling Stones. Jesus. Uh, fucking Aerosmith. Steven yeah. Tyler. Holy fuck. Like, you got yeah. a lot of these guys who fucking Did you hear about – How long they've lasted. Did you hear about Aerosmith's final um, tour no. of Europe? uh uh-uh. And what they're naming the tour? What? Aero Viderci. Mm. <laughs> really? I'm not fucking bullshitting you. Man, that's yeah. kind of fucking lame. <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible. That's fucking terrible. It's garbage. <laughs> Frank, Frank says Aerosmith can die now. <laughs> I didn't say that. God damn it. That name can fucking go to hell. Jesus. All right, guys. So last email that I have, and then we're going to wrap this fucking son of a bitch up so that Jake can get the fuck out of here and I can drive home. It's from Rainbird. And he, uh, Rainbird says, uh, the conversation uh, on Doctor Strange podcast about future Asian-American characters and actors in the MCU, you all seem to have forgotten about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Other than Agent Coulson... How could we forget about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? No, well, hold on. Let us. I'm going to rebuttal this, okay? I'm going to read this email, and then I've got a rebuttal for mm-hmm. it. You all have seemed to have forgotten about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Other than Agent Coulson, there hasn't been much crossover with the film side of the franchise, but we live in hope. Anyway, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is already propelled by Asian-American Canadian women. Showrunner, head writer, uh, Marissa Tankerowen, and stars Chloe Bennett, who plays uh, Daisy or Sky, mm-hmm. um, and Ming-Ya Wen, Melinda May. Uh, Marissa has done interviews about working actively to bring more people of Asian descent into the industry in front and behind the camera. That's fine and all. That's not what we were talking about. We were talking about actual superheroes. We were talking about a character in the film, the ancient one, who is an Asian person being played by a white person. And we understand that, yes, they have brought in Asian characters in a show that nobody gives a shit about. We were talking about actually bringing in Asian characters that, you know what I mean, like, of course, like, you know, we, we saw the Mandarin not being played by an Asian, which I guess is fine because yeah. that yeah. character is kind of, yeah. I thought it was kind of hilarious outdated. that they cast Benedict Wong as Wong. I thought that was great. Yeah. But I'm talking about the ancient one. I think they could have cast yeah. an Asian actor. They could have. And totally gotten away with it. I think oh, it would have yeah. been fine. Yeah, yeah, you just don't like the whitewashing of, of the characters that are supposed to be Asian. I Tilda don't. Swinton was yeah. still cool, but, I mean, they could have done it. With an Asian actor, mm-hmm. yeah. So i I would have been I would have been fine if they would have brought in like Ken Watanabe, yeah, to play the ancient one. I thought uh-huh. that I think that would have been great. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, I can't think of the actor's name too, but uh, he played Shang Tsung in the original Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I thought that would have been a good casting too. Yeah, that dude's fucking awesome. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He does a lot of voiceovers too. If I'm not mistaken, he did the voice of one of the characters in Overwatch. Hmm. Really, that's the most recent thing I can think of. Yeah, he's fucking awesome. So, thank you, Rainbird, for the fucking email. I like how I said that. For the fucking email. For the fucking, fucking email. email. We're so fucking crass. <laughs> I'm so fucking crass. Thanks for the fucking email, Rainbird. That's, yeah, my, they, that's my fucking response. I'm like an it. asshole. They like it. I can understand like why they had a whole segment on the Leftover Army podcast <laughs> trying to convince people that I'm not a dick. <laughs> Look what, no, you, it, look what you've done. I know. It's like, it, 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 was like a, it was like a whole 20-minute thing, too. Jeez. Like like Dan West comes in there, and he's like, 
yeah, so this is why Brian's not a dick, right? And then, and then, and then, <laughs> and then, it's a great then, impression. And then, like, it's a great impression. And then, like, uh, Jared Gafford has to be like, yeah, let me back you up. Brian's not a dick because of this. And it's like, and the other people are like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That's fucked up, dude. That is fucked up. There's like a there's like a podcast out. There. You know, like like that's gonna be like one of their episodes. The Brian's not a dick episode. Yeah. Sometimes people like want their dick sucked too much. I think you know what I mean. Like they listen to something, and they want you, you can to be all, never get your dick sucked too much. They want Frank. no, they like they they want you to be all PC and they want you to say stuff that makes them feel good about themselves or whatever. But yeah. like when you disagree with them, they can't handle that. And that's fucking real no, life. No, 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 Because no, you talk to them like you talk peop- to us like your buddies, and that's people, fucking fine. There's people out there that when I yell and scream and shit, it makes them fucking – it makes them feel uncomfortable. It makes them feel uncomfortable. Like when I get on here and I get passionate and I yell and I scream, it makes them feel uncomfortable. When they listen to this, they're just like, oh, my God, he's so fucking annoying and he's yelling and he's screaming. Yeah, we've had, they people, haven't we've listened had people, to- people on the show that it's made uncomfortable. I don't yeah. think that they've listened enough then. You know what I mean? I just don't think that they've listened enough. They no, I disagree. I disagree, Frank. If if if, if so that turns that? them off, I don't think listening to eight more episodes is going to change anything. But you think? But you think that they're validated in thinking that he's a dick? No, I don't think they're validated in thinking they're a dick. <laughs> 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 it's, not, it's not what I'm saying. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. I just, I just don't think, I don't think more of it is going to change their minds if, if they already, yeah. if, if you don't like it the first time, hearing it eight more times yeah. isn't going to. All be like- it, I think all it really takes is for them to feel you on one of these things, like when when you're arguing a point, yeah, and then they get it. That, that's no, all I think. It I don't takes. think people. I don't think there's people that do get it. Like, like I think some people get it, but then like, there's like people that don't get it. Eh. I think there's very few people that don't get it that eventually get it. Right. That's kind of the point I'm making. Yeah. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. If, if you don't get it and it makes you uncomfortable and you don't like it, I don't I don't think no amount of explanation from Dan West and Jared Casper. So, well, those people are fucking pussies. Like what's the solution here? Like, do I change? No. Like, is that the thing? Like, no. do I have to do no. like no, do I have to like, do I have to do I have to bend? No. Do I have to bend? They need no. to fucking grow pairs what they gotta do. What are you accomplishing by bending? What are you trying to Nothing. accomplish? See, the fucked up thing. Hold on. Let me throw this out there. Let me throw this out there. I have had people, like, I have gone off on this show, and people that think, like, I'm a dick. Yeah. And think I'm a complete asshole have sent me emails telling me that I'm an asshole. Now, hold on. Does that make any sense? Is that the pot calling the kettle black? I mean, really, like... People that think I'm an asshole on the show, they retaliate in the same way that I would retaliate. Now, on the flip side, I have never in my life ever sent – and there are podcasts that I listen to that I used to love Mm -hmm. and they've changed something. Maybe they've brought on a new personality Mm -hmm. and I still love the old personalities that are on the show. Mm -hmm. But they've brought on a new personality that I don't like. Have I ever gotten so angry – at that podcast, that I felt the need to send them an email and talk shit about one person on that show and hurt their feelings. I'm sure not. I have never done such a thing. No, why would you? It's a horrible thing to do. For as much as people think that I'm a horrible person and that all I do is yell and scream and raise my voice and treat people like shit, I would never go out of my way to either tweet someone or send a podcast, an email, and say, such and such person that's on your show is a piece of shit, 
and I hate your show now because of said person, because of A, B, C, and this is what they've done to ruin your show. Mm. That screams of intolerance. That's somebody who's insecure about their own opinions and can't handle somebody giving facts to state why their opinion is different. I think it's a victory for me. Hold on, let me explain this. If uh, I honestly think, like, if I can get people so fucking riled up mm-hmm. <laughs> that they have, they feel the need to send me an email and tell me what a fucking asshole I am, that's a victory for me. Fuck yeah! I mean, you got under their skin. I got under yeah. your skin. It's you know not what? Like any of these people got under our skin. Thank you. Yeah. Hold on. Listen here, you fucking asshole. <laughs> because you know what? When you send me that fucking email telling me about how I got under your skin. You know what? I didn't even know you fucking existed mm-hmm. <laughs> until right. I got that fucking email. And you know what? You've been listening to me for I don't even know how many episodes. And I got your one email telling me about how I've gotten under your skin for like I don't even know how long. You're still listening like a fucking idiot. <laughs> Here's the thing. I didn't even know you existed. Yeah, yeah. But, well, you don't mean nothing to me. <laughs> Zero. Zilch. Nothing. Not a goddamn thing. I'm going to go to bed at night and be fine knowing that I fucking riled you up so much that you had to send an email into me telling me what a fucking asshole I am. Yeah, that's so it's thank you. stupid. I win. You worry more about where to wipe your dick after you're done fucking than their email. Thank, this, this, yeah, this, Frank, <laughs> Frank, you got your priorities correct there, sir. <laughs> There's so many fucking podcasts out there. It's like if you don't like this one, then fucking turn it off and listen to another one. Listen to another one. Dan, Dan of all people, like can tell everybody like this, everything we talk about, this is our personality. This is how we fucking are. We don't do it to appease you, the people that are listening. This is just who we are. Yeah. We fucking fight with one another about all sorts of various shit. But who wants to hear everybody suck each other's dick about, oh, well, I see your point. And, you know, the fucking Walking Dead is a piece of shit because the lighting is bad. Or, or, or Batman versus Superman was a fucking jewel of the fucking ball. Yeah. Nobody wants to hear that. Yeah. People said that on our podcast. No, I don't know. No, he's talking about other podcasts that oh, just yeah, suck yeah. each other's dicks off. Yeah. Everybody agrees. Everybody's like, Everybody okay, agrees. well, I see your opinion. I see your opinion. Yeah, no, but no, they can disagree, Frank, but you can't you can't yell and you can't raise your voice because you don't want to make listeners feel uncomfortable. But that's fun. And you know what? That's how we really feel. Because it's fun then- to make people uncomfortable. <laughs> I agree with Frank. I'm, I, I like to make people uncomfortable by saying fucking nasty, dirty shit. Yeah. That's, that's my way. Oh, wife. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think we've kind of adopted that. Like, that's a fucked up thing, Frank, is like, you brought that to this show. Like, I'm going to give you 100% credit. Like, I like, did? Hold on. Yeah, absolutely, sir. Listen, listen to me. Listen to me. Like, okay, hold on. Like, we used to be kind of like crass, a little bit crass and shit, but like, you used to come on here and you're just like, hey, yeah, dick, vagina, fucking balls, fucking scrot, yo. And then, like, you know what I mean? Like, you were doing, you're doing your whole fucking, yeah, man, fucking uh, anatomy all up in your business. And, uh, and then, like, me, like, you, you left for a while. Like, you weren't on a few episodes and shit. Yeah. But we ran with your shit. Like you came in here, you're talking about balls, and you're talking. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, you know. You, I don't know how any way else right, to you, be. No, you you brought your essence. Like what you had the, <laughs> the essence. Yeah, like, we're gonna call it. that. You brought your essence. You know, like you, you're like you know, you know what makes what makes me me. Frank's like, what can I bring to this show? Balls. Frank's like, what can I bring? You know, what? I'm gonna bring hairy balls, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna you know, what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring uh, pubic, pubic hair and vaginas. You know, that's that's what I have to offer. That's me. 
That's me. What can I offer this show? <laughs> you know, like you know, like Jake brings his like his own comedic style. You know what I mean? Jake's got knowledge. Jake's got his knowledge and he's got his own comedic style. Like, what do I bring? I bring I bring a little bit of strife. You know what I mean? I, I'm like I'm like I'm like the uh, angry ball of fire. I think you bring a lot of passion. Yeah, more than any of us. And then and then and then and, and then and then Frank, what what can you bring? Yeah, man, you bring that little bit of. You know, like a uh, pervy uncle. You know what I mean. <laughs> Everything is a yeah. fucking dick joke. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, a little bit of that perviness. But like when you <sighs> left, like we kind of adopted that too. You know what I mean? We took oh. that. And we took that. and We ran. Now we're all talking about dicks and vaginas. <laughs> you know what I mean? We, we used to never that be was, able to say cunt. Like no, that, 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 that was your gift. Just like just like Thanksgiving. Just like Thanksgiving. You know what I mean? Like the Indians, they came and they brought corn. <laughs> you know? But you know what? We killed them all off. <laughs> But you know what? We still eat corn. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great point. Yeah, yeah, a good great point. point. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's what you did, my man. Thank you. I did it. You're that perverted corn, and we eat it every week. Yeah, we we we. we or, no, we are sucking your cob, sir. Speak <laughs> <laughs> for yourself. All right. I got a jet though. I- Oh yeah, you dude, we got to I, yeah. I didn't even look at the thing. Oh, I apologize. Right. Okay. I apologize. Guys, oh, you guys got some drinking to do. Yes. You guys can can suck each other's cob all you Whoa. want after I leave. <laughs> all right, guys. Guys, <laughs> my cob is in good shape, bro. And just like all good leftovers say on their doggy bags, thank you for listening and thank you for patronage. We'll see you next week. Later. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Pop Culture Leftovers. Congratulations. I don't know how you did it. I couldn't do it. You people need a t-shirt saying, I just listened to two hours of nonsensical crap. Anyway, if you'd like to reach the Pop Culture Leftovers cast, you can email them at comments at popcultureleftovers.com. You can also follow them on Twitter at PC Leftovers or like their Facebook page. They'd love to hear from you. They're all pretty sad and lonely. One of them is homeless, but I didn't say that. There's already like seven million podcasts talking about It's a trap. Good it, toss it, good it, taste it. Do we love it? Hey, let's face it, clean it, race it, let's embrace it. Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture. Carry over, counterculture, pushovers. Pop culture. Leftovers. And with the uncool kids, what's to say has already been said. Leftovers. sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this. Pop culture leftovers.